All right, what's up, all the uh, Cool Truth Faithful? Cool Truth Podcast Productions. We got the Cool Truth Show. Um, 2.25 episode here. The AEW Double or Nothing uh, review show. Myself, White House, Blading for Truth. We're going to get to it in a second. Happy Memorial Day weekend to everybody out there. And uh, once again, our, our second soiree into the uh, Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network here. And of course, always on the uh, Cool Truth Podcast Productions. But before we do that, we want to uh, have a rest in peace, a 10-bell salute for uh, Chad Gaspar and uh, the Hana Kimura, uh, who the wrestling uh, world lost this week. So we'll give a little salute to them, and then we'll get into it. Listening to a Cool Truth podcast production. What's up? What's up? What's up? Cool Truth, baby! AEW Double or Nothing Review. I'm Daddy Cool AC, and with me, of course, as always, with the AEW stuff, my boy White House. What's up, brother? What's up? What's up? What's up? And also with us, a very special guest. You've you've heard us talk about him many times in AEW reviews, plus he's been on the network with various other shows. The one and only Blading for Truth, Hollywood Jeff Edwards. What's up, baby? What's up, what's up, what's up? Thanks for having me on, guys. I can't wait to talk some double or nothing with you. Yep, and uh, we, we started off, for the, obviously you guys heard it, a little 10, ten bell salute for uh, the unfortunate passing of Shad Gaspar and another very unfortunate situation with the uh, Hannah Kumara passing. Uh, suicide after cyberbullying, which is just a horrible story. Uh, the Gaspar story is another horrible story. Uh, just the, that part of it's a bad week for uh, for pro wrestling, uh, which kind of stinks. So we figured we pay a little respects there. So we did that. Also, we have Memorial Day weekend, which is uh, the official. We're recording here on a Sunday night. Uh, Monday is actually the official Memorial Day, but it's it's a weekend thing. It's picnics. It's all that. 
but we all know it means something much bigger. Uh, it's 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 a holiday to celebrate those who made the ultimate sacrifice. So we have to, of course, uh, be very thankful for that. But as we uh, as we go on here, we're going to review AEW uh, Double or Nothing. Uh, White House is going to read off the uh, matches for us, and we're going to go one by one. Start with the pre-show. Uh, but before we do that, uh, White House, why don't you kick it off? Give us your overall thoughts about Double or Nothing. Um, I, I I liked it a lot. Um, I would I I I got an eight out of eight out. Of, I would rank it an eight out of ten. I thought it was it was very good. I thought the uh, I thought every match. Uh, you could tell that they uh, they were busting their ass, and there was entertainment. Um, I th- I thought that Stampede definitely that match definitely stole the show of the night. He had some comedy involved in it, but but uh, all in all, I thought uh, I thought I thought it was a, I thought it was a solid show. It was it's a great way to uh, kick off the summer and and uh, I I thought Matt Hardy was 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 freaking hilarious last night. He just uh, to me <laughs> he, he really just was. he just. I mean, you saw you saw you saw him do three different characters and with that whole water bit there and going just, through the vessels. Just, yeah, dude, it was just it was just good. Uh, you know, every everybody had their their spot to shine, and uh, you know, I you and I you and I spoke midweek last week, and we're you know we wanted to see it eight or nine or better, and and I think they I think they delivered. All right, I agree. Um, White House, you're, or White House, you just did White House. Um, bear with me, everybody. Bear with me. Bleeding <laughs> for truth, Edwards. <laughs> I should, Boop, I right? should be flying high right now with all the espresso white, I drank yeah, coming in here, dude. dude. I had white claws, I had bourbon, I had vodka, I had sambuca. <laughs> I should be raring to go right now, you know. Uh, <laughs> Bleeding for truth, your thoughts. Uh, yeah, I agree with everything White House you just said. Um, eight out of ten, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. I think. Uh, man, that main event, I I gotta say, I was a little worried about it. Worried how it was gonna come off. Then I heard it was taped, and then I thought, uh, all right, we'll see what happens. And I enjoyed it from top to bottom. Uh, the rest of the card I thought was great. Uh, some surprises in there. I think I'll speak for AC. I can't wait to get into that this portion of it. But the the women, I think, had one of the best women's matches mm, in yeah, AEW history. Possible, I'll have to agree. Which I'll is interesting. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. I'm in that seven and a half, eight out of ten range. I I, I tend to agree. Um, I think I think you have to account for the circumstances that we're still under without quote unquote fans. Although AEW is, you know, section, sectioning off like groups of 10 and kind of getting that crowd noise in there and getting some reaction. And they're all, they're all, they're, you know, at the end of the day, it just seems like they're all engaged. Like every time I look at Billy Gunn and his, and his kid there to like the gun club over there, I just, I, it's just funny. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, they're into it. They're engaged. It's funny. You got Vicky Guerrero. You know, in the crowd, you had the butcher and the blade in the crowd. You haven't seen them in a while. That was pretty cool. Um, you know, it, and the other thing too is you never know what what could possibly happen with having these people in the crowd. Um, the other thing I thought they did a good job with was, was was the props. You got slot machines, blackjack tables, craps tables. They kind of had a slot machine graphic. Um, 
you know, uh, pictured on the uh, the entrance way there, which is pretty cool. So I, I just think they're for for the circumstances they're under, they're trying to maximize everything they can. And I, and Edwards, I agree with you as far as the the taped part. It always makes you wonder. But then I read the reasons why they did it, and I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. You know, it oh, kills yeah. the yeah. downtime. Yeah. Um, you know, cameramen running around. It was fluid. They they didn't do it cinematically, which I thought was cool because I thought you would have had the, you know, oh, they ripped off WWE if they had done it that way. Um, yeah, they did the comedy. You know, we'll get into the match. We'll get, in, we'll get into the match, like, completely later on in the show. Um, but I thought overall pretty good. You know, getting into the pre-show... Uh, you know, it was weird with the with, with, when it was still light out. You f- you could kind of see more of the emptiness of the building, and then as it got darker, it kind of went away because they have those upper seating areas kind of blacked off. But when it was light out, when they were panning the stadium, you kind of saw it more. Not that it really made a big deal, but it almost gave you like that prelim feel, like when you're watching like a real UFC fight with like fans. When you get like a prelim fight and it's only like both the fighters' families in there, you know what I mean? And it's almost the feel like this small crowd gives to you. But on the pre-show, we have a private party. We have uh, best friends. Two of the, I mean, if you believe in these ratings and where we are, we got to go with what they're doing. Um, Two of the higher rated tag teams here. Um, I thought the match was pretty good. Uh, Private party looked a little rusty to me. Um, there was a few spots that were a little bit botchy, but I was getting the sense as we got into the second and third match that maybe there was a little condensation situation. It just seemed like a lot of guys were slipping like on the ropes and things like that. So maybe that played into it. I don't know. Maybe I'm making an excuse for them that isn't there. I, it just kind of popped in my head. Uh, but overall decent tag match. Although I'm a private party fan, more so than a best friends fan, I think the right team won. But uh, White House, your thoughts about that one? Yeah, no, I, I thought it was a, it was, thought it was a good match to start the show with the buy-in. Um, private party, I mean, they always put out a solid match. There was a couple botches in there. I just think that there, whatever, maybe timing off, whatever, not rusty, been on, maybe rusty, not been yeah. there a little bit, a little rusty, but. Um, no, um, we got, you know, when we did our predictions, you know, we, we both thought that Best Friends were, were, was going to win this one. So they're ranked one getting out of it. Um, I still go back to what I said last week. I still think there's some, I, I, I would like Best Friends better if they would turn heel. I think Chucky, you saw a little bit of that, um, you know, pile driving the guy outside the ring. You know, he's got a little bit, he's got that little bit of attitude. And like I said, I, 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 I thought it was a good match. I just, I just would, I just would like, I know I would have more vested interest in best friends. If, if they would turn heel, it'd be something different. And it would, I would be curious to see how that would do with that. Hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Edwards. Yeah. A uh, little botching. Um, but like, like you, you guys are saying, I think a lot of people had some ring rust, especially early on in the in the show. But I did pop for when Private Party hit the G9. Yeah, for, yeah that was uh, pretty cool. That was, awesome. that was pretty, pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, I didn't think about Best Friends going heel. 
But now that you're t- saying that, White House, uh, I think I might be interested to, to see that. But yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I just think that I just think that I think I think Trent would struggle with it because you know he's got he's he he you know that nice guy. But he if they if they could buy into it, Trent could be that big bully. I mean, he's a big dude, and mm-hmm. Chucky it would be that that guy that would draw that heat. Yes. And and the easiest way to do it. Is turn turn right on, right on orange. <laughs> orange, yep. yeah. And and, and um, because I'm telling you, I, I really think that now that you know you saw this, you saw this, uh, you know, uh, uh, about a month ago when when Kenny went against Chucky and 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 I think Adam went against went Trent. You could see that they were trying, you know, to be that antagonist to to, to Kenny a little bit and. You know they really want these guys, and I think I think it would be a better match just to have best friends just just turn on turn turn on Orange, go full heel, and have a nice little program until they can figure out who you know where, where the young bucks are going to fit into this title scene, what they're going to do, whatnot with, with in that regards. I just I don't know. I just think that there's so many baby faces in that tag team division. You know, you got to get some heels up there, yeah. and 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 my 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 idea is just turn turn best friends, you know, heel and and go from there. But I don't know. You know it, it, interesting enough, uh, it's funny you bring that up because I actually was thinking about something with the heels along the same lines, not with tag teams, but I do have a question about best friends, but I'm going to leave it for the latter match because it plays into it a little bit. Uh, but I have one question for you guys before we move on. Looking at Butcher and Blade out there, not in the match, I'm just like, why aren't these guys a top tag team in AEW? Mm. Like, maybe they're getting there. Maybe they'll get there. Um, You know, again, in these times, so many guys haven't worked, and, you know, they were kind of working with a, a just a portion of their roster, and I think that's why the best best friends really got to push their getting. But I'm looking at those guys, and I'm, I'm especially the Blade, and I'm like, that guy's a animal he's ripped you know what i mean and i'm like boy heel baby face whatever you want you know there's ways you could go with it um you know i i'm if you want to add some some different life to that tag team division that could be a way they go could be i mean i liked i liked the whole butcher blade and a bunny thing i thought it was different Uh, you know um i never saw those guys before but i actually liked them in the ring and then, you know, I thought they were, you know, I thought they were trending, you know, they were doing well. And then all of a sudden this virus thing hits and, and it put a complete kibosh to them, the Dark Order tag team. You know, I think it put a kibosh to, to a bunch of things. So, um, you know, once they get all their ducks in a row and, and get through the, uh, through this, uh, we're, we're going through this pandemic. Maybe we'll see Butcher Blade and the Bunny, you know, come back. You know, where does, you know, Pentagon Jr. and his brother fit into it? You know, I they, they do have tag teams. It's just, it's just you don't see, you, you continually see the same thing. And, and rather than getting stale, that's why I, I threw that idea out there when you and I were talking, AC, of, of doing that. It should be something completely different. And I just, you know, just trying to avoid, you know, that stat, you know, not having so many tag teams, it's easy to get, you know, stagnant because you've seen the same thing over and over again. So that's kind of how why I threw that idea out there. It'll be nice to see 
them and them doing uh, uh, going heel and having a program with Kenny and Hagman. You know. And, and uh, Edward, uh, Blading for Truth, I listening to your uh, your old AEW reviews on YouTube. I think you had a you had a, a, a good eye, you know, a good feel for Butcher and Blade when when thing you know when they were on the show, you know, um, you know your thoughts about them and maybe uh, spicing up the tag team division. Maybe there's another team we're not even thinking of that you could think of to throw in there uh, now that we're starting to get the roster back. Yeah, it's it's hard to say because I I mean before the virus hit, I mean they were get, they were getting a pretty good push, Butcher and Blade. Yeah, yeah, they were. And yeah, I mean they were hanging with MJF. I mean I thought that was right. a really good, you know, good spot to be in. Sure, yeah, and I I guess Evil Uno and uh, Stu there. I think they're stuck in Canada, if I'm not mistaken. So it, it's kind of hard to see. Like we're only seeing pieces over the past few months pieces of the roster but mm, yeah once everything comes back together i think they're i think they're going to be all right um but yeah you mentioned other tag teams uh are we going to see the revival soon mm-hmm. possibly they FTR. could shake it up hashtag ftr i mean yeah <laughs> hashtag ftr um yeah definitely um you know before we get in before we totally get into the main card the one thing i wanted to bring up a lot of the uh like pre-production stuff for these matches uh aw's to me they're killing it with that that showtime access ufc embedded type feel um i don't know the narrator's name but it feels like the same narrator that showtime used who who are are very similar um in the presentation it all it gives you that big fight real fight feel i just think though you know the countdown shows, the little, you know, two minutes they gave before every match. The way they're presenting that is very boxing MMA-like, and I love it. Edwards, I'll let you lead with that one. Yeah, it kind of remi- reminds me of, uh, I, this is going to be weird to say, but they're taking a cue from the UFC or MMA, but I think they took a cue from old school wrestling. Because if you remember all the promo packages back in the day before the big fight, they would have those packages. Right, right. So now it's kind of coming full circle again with AEW doing it. Yeah, they do a great job with it. I love it. That's tremendous. White House, your thoughts on that? Oh, no. I, I, I love the video packages. I thought, you know, if we go back, if we go back to February, um, you know, the, the, um, the go-ahead show going into the pay-per-view in February – I didn't think they did enough of that and, uh, you know, setting up the matches for that pay-per-view. Now, fast forward to last week, I thought they did a good job with the video package. Even going back a couple weeks, they did the the video package about uh, highlighting the women's division. They did a video package last week highlighting the tag team division. And then the go-home show, you saw more video packages. So I definitely think... I definitely think they're doing a better job with that, and, and it does have that old school feel. I, I tend to like that, being I'm a fan of the old school stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I like that. Plus, if you the two hour show, you still could get them on the video package, which will do the same thing. So they're still getting on that week. So mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's something with only a two hour show. I think they're utilizing that that feature, and they're doing a good job with it. Yep, absolutely, and and even even with the. Uh... And I, I, 
I, I'm, I'm, this is just me throwing it out there. Um, it, and you, I, the three of us in, in different, you know, when I've talked to you guys separately, you know, privately, it, it almost feels like Matt Hardy has a little effect on some of these pre-recorded promos that Archer and Archer stuff with Snake and everything, like Archer mm-hmm. with the sledgehammer bashing up toilets and, you know, busted up house and everything I thought was pretty cool. You know, like it just, they're a little bit outside the box, a little bit edgier. Um, you know, I, I just, I kind of like what they're doing. It is, it, it just reminds me of, you know, impact broken Matt Hardy on the compound, just the style of the. I don't know if his influence or not. Maybe, maybe we're we're overthinking it. But more than a few of us had mentioned that, um, mm. and it, I don't remember them doing a lot of that prior to this. And I think it was something a lot of us were asking for prior to this. Well, I think 100%. it's yeah. No, I agree. I you know, I mean, again, we could be reading a lot more into it, but you got a guy who has has multi talents that are not just inside the ring, but could do things outside the ring and you got a company that's still only a year old still learning as they go and they're utilizing the guy's talents i think i think that's why they're you know that's why they brought him in is because of the many different things he can do and especially with the things that cody the, the aspirations and goals Co- cody has for this company i mean it, matt hardy would would be one of those guys that you would want there you know so i think it's i think it was a it was a good thing for Matt, you know, to jump over. And I was excited when he did it is because he wasn't being utilized in WWE, you know, and, and so now he's being That's utilized. Of course. He, his, his, his interviews, he's more happier there. You know, he's also implied that, you know, not coming out saying it, but he is doing things there and he has other things he wants to do and goals. He aspirations. He wants, wants to, well, to I, do um... there as well. So, I mean, I think it's a good thing. I was I was watching this I was watching this this pay per view with my buddy Jim McDermott last night, and I I had said to him at one point I'm like, doesn't it just look like Hardy's just having fun, like you know what I mean? Like it just it just not 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 to say like he's not taking it serious or anything like that, but it just looks like he's just in his element having fun yeah. again, totally. you know? Totally. Yeah. I mean, you saw that in the water, man. It was just, oh yeah. I mean. <laughs> Well, we'll get we'll get there. Save it, save it. We got we got a ways to go. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, you're you're at step thirty seven. We're at step four. Uh, all right. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Anyway, um, let's move on here. Uh, I think on our pre-show we were both kind of in agreement. We kind of thought the uh, the ladder match yeah. was a, would be a nice way to open the show. I you know we yeah. should point out that uh, Ray Phoenix, who was supposed to be. Uh, major player in this ladder match was uh, injured on dynamite. Um, we're assuming on that, uh, you know, on the um, on the dive where he kind of, I don't know if he, I don't know if he was a little short or they didn't catch him and he kind of landed funny. Um, they said it's not a major bad injury. I'm wondering if he just, I wonder if he just uh, hit his head and just knocked himself for a loop for a little bit and they just wanted to, you know play safer than sorry, but Joey Janela takes his spot. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little and I'm, I'm stealing this from Blading for Truth. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a little egg on face moment here. 
because <laughs> I learned something early on yesterday when somebody texted me, and I'm going to shout out my boy Diamond Dave Rosenbluth uh, here. I'm going to shout him out because we were talking about who the you know the mystery person could be. And he asked me who I thought was going to win the match, and I said the mystery person. But I was sticking with my guns on EC3, although we didn't hear anything about that. And he pointed out to me that uh, EC3 is kind of screwed until July. Now, I don't know how the contracts work. I just assumed because the WWE future endeavored all these guys and got rid of them. I don't know why a non-compete would even be valid in that situation. Now, if they left on their own accord or their contract ran out, I could understand why a non-compete is valid. My only guess is they probably got some form of severance. And that's probably why a non-compete's valid, and that's probably why he can't perform. I didn't do my research and see that he wasn't available. I just assumed he was. I was wrong. So that's why I picked EC3. Either way, uh, they open. I just wanted to throw that out there because you got to, you know, when you screw up, you got you got to admit it. So I screwed up a little bit. Uh, shoot me. Um, but we we opened the show with the ladder match. Uh, SCU, the two members, Frankie Kazarian, uh, Scorpio Sky, the two members that were in the match, opened the match, and they immediately start wrestling each other and i'm like you know what there you go this is the way you're supposed to do it yeah we're a fucking tag team but this is one-on-one baby this is for the championship you know i thought they didn't do anyone this is this is my point they didn't do a goofy spot where uh let's both grab the ladder and then one guy runs up you know runs up and tries to win and the other guy says, oh, shit, I don't want you to win. They didn't even do one of those goofy spots. They're just like, you know what? This match is, you know, one one guy can win. We're not a tag team in this match. And they started wrestling each other. So I thought that was pretty cool. Although it wasn't utilized in the match, I liked the idea that they said, hey, all contestants come in within two minutes. And this match could end at any time before a contestant even comes in. Now, given the fact that they had a surprise entrant, I'm not surprised that we got all of them in, and I'm not surprised the surprise entrant was the last one. But I also thought another cool part is they had the countdown in the background, so that was a nice start to the match. Um, you know, not getting too far ahead. Edwards, how do you feel about all that? Uh, oh, boy. Um, I hear what you're saying. But to play devil's advocate, shouldn't one of them just ran up and get grabbed it? Or at least tried. Or at least tried. Yeah. Yes. I just think that's the obvious thing, though. That's why I liked it. I just thought that's the obvious thing to do. Yeah, it would have been obvious. But I think, I don't know, from the realism perspective. And I guess the way that I guess they could probably avoid that situation, putting it in my head, is to not open the show or open the match with the two of them. Right. You know I would I mean? agree. Because I, I, I don't think they should have went there, there either. Yeah. You can nece- you, you, necessarily, you could just have had them make a deal, you know, and Scorpio sky runs up and gets it. I, honestly, I wouldn't have put two teammates in the match at all, but I, it, That's it, fair. <laughs> it, I, to be honest with you, but given the fact they were in there, 
Um, and given the fact they opened it, I just my only point is I get what you're saying. It's totally valid. I just thought maybe it was just different to be like just have two guys be like, you know what? This is you know this isn't a, this isn't a teammate thing. This is you know one on one, nine on nine, you know every man for himself type of thing, and that's the way we're playing it. Which I, I mean, I thought it was just different. I, I don't know if it was great. I I, I like the idea that they did that. Having I think said they that, get away with it because they're baby faces. Yeah. But if they were yeah. definitely a heel team, then you have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Um, it, there were, it boy, was oh boy, I, I like the two of those uh, two of those guys going together. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, dude, that, if, when it, when when and if they ever right. break SCU up, that is a right. You have a built-in awesome feud there because there oh, yeah. there was totally chemistry there too. Um, and you know what the funny part was is it seemed like certain guys were going for the win and other guys weren't. I don't know if you guys felt like I felt like Luchasaurus never tried to win the match. Like what? Just watching the match, he, like Luchasaurus like came in. It was just there to beat everybody up. Like every time a ladder was set up and everybody's on the ground, he'd like throw the ladder away. And I'm like, first of all, you you're taller than everybody in the match. You could only go off half the ladder and reach the goddamn thing. But you're so busy trying to kick people, you never tried to win a match. That I, that one that bugged me a little bit about him. I don't know. Well, I, what White House should take that one. What bugs, what bugs me about Luchasaurus is lose that dinosaur mask gimmick. The guy has talent. He's, He's never going to because spot. people like it. Just, I, 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 maybe I'm a minority. I don't like it. I, you, saw what, you saw what he's capable of doing with, 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 his, with the spot towards the end with him and Brian Cage. It was really good. And it's just – I just don't – I just see him in this mask, and it's just like uh, – I just I – just, okay. Uh, well, okay, whatever. I just – maybe I don't – I don't know. I don't take it. I don't take his character serious because he's got the dinosaur mask on. I, I, I don't know, but the guy has shit ton of talent, and I just I'm just not a fan of of his gimmick, man. I just uh, I mean I like. Don't get me wrong. I liked the ladder match, but I mean I had Ray Phoenix winning it. So when he when he wasn't there because of his injury, kind of took a little wind out of went out of my sails in regards to this match because I think this type of this ladder this type of ladder match specifically this match definitely would have highlighted what Ray Phoenix is good at. Well, I didn't you, think. Go ahead, sorry, I didn't no, mean to cut ahead. you off. No, what no, I was going to say is if you watched, if anybody who's listening watched their uh, Impact run, uh, Lucha <laughs> Brothers versus LAX. I mean, we all know what uh, Ray Phoenix could do in ladder matches. Let's, oh, yeah. let's be honest. Yep. And that's why he was in and, the match. And, and, and so it kind of took it away. So, and then I'm like, okay, so we don't have Ray. I'm like, but, but at least we'll get some spots with Darby Allen. Yeah. I think of this match, the most, the, of the most I'm disappointed in, we didn't get a whole lot of Darby well, Allen. Well, that's, that's, that's where that I was going to go. Yes. Well, that's that where I was going to go next. Um, that's where I was going to go next because, um, let's, you know, are we getting to the point with Darby where we got to get to where less is more? Um, in the sense that, I mean, 
this is a guy who he was injured in December. He was injured in March. And he takes that crazy spot where he's at the he's on the tallest ladder with a skateboard, jumps through another ladder, and I don't know that he's injured. I, I tried to look it up today. I didn't see anything. Um, he either did one of the great sell jobs you'll ever see selling that knee. And I, listen, he's got balls. He finished the match uh, for the most part. He had a lot of downtime. Um, I think he took himself out of the match with that spot. And it's almost like get, we get it. Darby's a nut. And he's going to do this crazy stuff. But I almost think it needs to be dialed back a little bit. Um, You can't be taking yourself out of these matches. You know, you're the fourth guy in and you you got five more guys coming. And you're you're spending half the match on the ground because I could be dead wrong. But it seemed like he took himself out of the match. Um, I mean, Edwards, I don't know how you feel about that one. I mean, grab that for a minute. Where are you at with the Darby Allen? Yeah, I I like uh, White House. I don't know who you chose, AC, but I thought it was going to be Ray. Oh. And I actually wanted to see Ray win it. But well, what I did, the, I egg heard... on, the egg on face was I chose I chose the I chose mystery. the mystery guy, but I, I thought it would be EC3. So EC3. Okay. Yeah, either way, I was wrong. So I got the mystery guy right, but I'm not going to claim that as being right because I picked somebody else. Right, right. But after Phoenix was out, I saw he was out. I thought, all right, well, it's got to be Darby. Could be. be Darby. And I was disappointed because he was barely in the match. Now, barely. I I think I don't know if you guys will agree, but I think the overall booking of the match bothered me in terms of the, almost like they wanted Darby to do a high spot fail so he could lay out for the rest of the match. Could, yeah, that's that could be right. That's, that could that's be right. Exactly where I'm at. Yeah, oh, okay. You said, it, you said it better than I. I would. I would have said it. That's exactly my issue with this. So you, this you don't think yep. he was hurt? You think this was no. this no. was part of this was, yes. which could be true yep. because he he did pop up a few times in the match later on. Uh, he and he took a couple a couple other crazy spots. Um, you guys could be right. You guys could be one hundred percent right. Um, which I I don't like that much either. Um. You know, Joey Janela, we should say this, uh, Joey Janela took Ray Phoenix's spot. I thought Janela was good in this match. I mean, it fits his his whole shtick anyway to be in one. Like, Janela probably should have been in it anyway. Um, there, there was, a, there was another, another aspect to this match I liked, but I there was a part of it I didn't like. Um, and I, there's, there's a couple parts to it, but I'll, I'll throw this one out there first. Orange Cassidy. I don't know about you guys, but I thought his whole deal was hilarious with not, with not knowing how to put a ladder up. I mean, the funny part is he does it so well. You almost believe he's that stupid, which is probably the fucking smartest guy in the ring, but you believe like, you know, he doesn't know how to put the ladder up. It's falling over. He's trying to reach up and not, he can't figure it out. And he he goes out before he even gets to the ring and goes over to the commentator booth and asks them what the rules are. <laughs> and so, yeah. But here's the one aspect of it I didn't like. I don't need best friends running out to save him in the ladder match. Don't say, get, get out of the, that's almost like, I, I agree with you, turn him heel and let Orange be on his own because it yes. seems like every match he has, best friends have to run out and save him. 
And it's to me, it's getting old. That that part of it's getting old. Yeah, no, I, that stuck out to me last night. Penelope Ford didn't need to be out there. Marco Stunt need, didn't need to be out there. Like I agree that, with the Marco that Stunt ha- thing. Hodgepodge did not need to be there, considering what what how many guys you already had out there and what was going on. You didn't need. Uh, you didn't need to add that element too. See, I don't think you needed Penelope. That's a good point. It was something I wanted to get to. I don't think you needed Penelope because Jimmy Havoc was already there. And Jimmy Havoc right. was a big part of the match already. Although I kind of liked his his new his new thing with the uh the bloodied up white suit. That that was pretty cool. And him being involved a little bit didn't bother me so much, but I don't think you needed Penelope either. Although I'm, I'm thinking that that was, that was going to be their way to get her on the show, not knowing that later on she's actually going to be in the match with Statlander, and we'll get there with that. Um, I don't know. You're right. It was just too many, too many people coming too out doing too many things. Yeah. Too, too, too many facets going. It was just, it was just too much. And, and there's a lot going on in a ladder match anyway. You know exactly, what I mean? Right. Exactly. Yes. And you have, and you got nine guys. Well, not at once, but. You know, it was, you know, it's funny because when this match originally was created, it was supposed to be every 90 seconds. And then at the pay-per-view, they changed it to two minutes. I'm, I, you, know, you know, it's just funny how they did that. But Really? I thought it was, I thought better. it was two minutes the so, whole time. I thought I read it was two no, minutes. Maybe it's, I'm wrong. It's, it, I'm even looking at it right now and online, it's, it's 90 seconds, every 90 seconds. So it, it's funny. Uh, they didn't, you know, whoever messed that up, but, um, you know, Marco Stunt did not need to be out there at all. Mm-hmm. It's, nope. just, it's just, it's just, it just, it, it dumped. To me, having again, it, 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 this may sound chauvinistic, and I'm not. It d- dumped down the match when you had Penelope come down, you had you know best friends come down, you had Marco Stunt especially come down with that stupid small ladder. Oh. It just dumped down the match. Mm. I don't want to see Marco Stunt again anyway. No, I, I'm like, over. I get, you know, get, oh, I'm, okay with, I'm okay with Jimmy Havoc because he's a psycho. It, yeah. it goes with his. It goes with his right. character. I'm okay with that. But it was just. It was just. It was just too much. Too many. And, too many people getting and, involved. And this is not a knock on Joey, but I didn't like Joey. And I, I know this type of match is in his wheelhouse. I didn't like Joey Janela being in that match. One because no one's gonna buy that he's going to win the match. Like everybody else in this, in this, you could buy to an extent. Maybe not Kip, but you have Jimmy Havoc could help him. You know, Scorpio, absolutely, I could buy. Frankie Kazarian, I could buy his last hurrah. Luchasaurus has size. You know, you, you know why I disagree. I, di- loves him. I disagree no with you that for Joey one reason. Gonna win that match. No and I, I, I disagree with you for one reason though. And I'm not disagreeing with you about Janela. I disagree with you that. A lot of people, you could buy them winning it. And I know Moxley's supposed to be like a loner or whatever. But let's face it. Even though he's being more of a badass now, again, another thing we'll get to, he's still like a babyface. And to me, there were so many babyfaces or borderline babyfaces in this match or guys that there wasn't a lot of guys where you're like, oh, they're ready to be in a program with Moxley. And that's why I picked, honestly, even though I didn't get the guy right, the reason I picked the um, the surprise entrant was these are all guys that are in tag teams, mm. you know, three-man three teams, um, 
like you said, Kip Sabian, like they're not putting Kip Sabian in a uh, in a in, in a uh, title program right now. Like I really don't think there was a lot of options. And I get I get what you guys are saying with Darby being an option. Darby's always an option because he's so over. But you know what? Darby versus Mox right now. Do you really want to go there either? Like I don't even know if you want to go there either. I, I, I honestly I don't feel there was well, a lot of guys that, that should have won that I don't match. Think that would be that bad. I don't know why you would want to go there. I'm not. I'm I think not. That's pretty damn good. I, I'm not saying it wouldn't. I'm not saying it wouldn't be good, and I'm not saying it'd be bad. But here's the thing. You're here's what you're gonna hear. Darby steps up to Moxley, loses to him again, and you're gonna hear that crying. They're not putting Darby over, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think they need to go to that extent with Darby title picture right now. I'd almost wait a little bit, but, maybe get him in okay. a program for Cody with the TNA t- TNT right. title. I yeah, think it's, yeah. you're putting too much on these guys too fast. Well, here's the thing, though. What what president you just set, I, let, let's just go there. You know, we have, you, you know, Brian Cage is the unanimous guy. He, I don't think he should have won last night. Because here's the thing, you got your you got your you got your heavyweight championship match, you got Moxley and going against Brody Lee, who's been in you know AEW for a cup of coffee, and automatically instantly boom catapulted to the title the title title pitcher. You got Archer, cup of coffee, boom, automatically in the, the, their the TNT title pitcher. And now you got Brian Cage first match on the spot, and you and you got him winning. Well, but hold on, I don't know. Does he have to be in the title pitcher right away though? He's got the chip. He's in the title pitcher. He's number one. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but here's yeah, but does it doesn't say you have to cash it in next week? Plus he has Taz with him. Taz may they there's there's a lot they could do with that, especially with Taz being with him. We don't even know what we don't even know what Cage is yet. There's a lot you can do here. The president you're setting is all these guys you're bringing it in are instantly into the title. Well, because picture. they're bigger names than what the guys, they're, the other guys that are in the matches. Though, let's be honest, they're they're starting to bring in bigger names. Not, they're, they're, yeah, Brian Cage is a big name. Hey, I'm not knocking Brian Cage. I like his work, but you know, Ray Phoenix gets hurt because I personally think Ray Phoenix was going to win. Okay, I don't think well, he was. Why though. not? I why not go? Why not go with somebody like Scorpio Sky? You saw what he you saw what he could do during that tag team title tournament when he had when he had to pretty much wrestle on his own. You you saw what kind of spotlight that was showing on him. Why not build somebody instead of doing what WWE has done in the past? Bring a new guy in, instantly put him in the spotlight. I just don't I just don't think you're setting the right president. I don't, I don't know, Ed, Edwards. I want to. I want to hear your one. thoughts about this because I feel like grabbing a chip and not having to cash it in right away, and we really don't know what he is. Having Taz, we we don't know how Taz is going to guide his career. He may tell him not to cash it in right away. You know, there's there's a there's a lot of ways you could play it. Uh, the other thing with Phoenix, you know, he's supposedly in a tag team, but also in a three man team. Dude, that's what I'm saying. The, the 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 construction of the match to me didn't leave a lot of great options for people to win. Edwards, I want to hear your thoughts about this. It's an interesting point with Cage because I didn't think of it until Jim, you just brought it up. But now that I'm sitting here listening to you guys, would it have hurt anything if they would have just kept it an eight man match? 
and Taz and Cage just come out and he just has a spot where he blows that everybody makes up more sense. then walks out. Like, I'm the new threat, so whoever wins this, you're gonna come through me eventually. See, and then whoever you want to put it on. See, to me, if it was an instant title shot, I would agree, but it's not an instant title shot. But, it is, but, though. But I, it is. It is an instant title shot. Anytime he wants, yes, but AC. But that doesn't mean he has to after, use it instantly. After though. his first night, after his first night in AEW, he's number one contender. Three. Well, three no, weeks. that doesn't mean he's number one contender. That just means he has he's a title the number shot. one contender. They said it last night. He's the instant number one contender. But he has a title shot. That doesn't mean he's cashing it in. You know, we've seen. You know, Tony Schiavone and Excalibur. Both set. It was either one I or think, the other. I think that's. Set, I think that's a wrong way to present it, though. One. So, yeah, but that that's that's a wrong way to present that winning that match, though. That does to me that the, them saying it that way doesn't make sense to me. You, that, then I then I kind of agree with you because the, when did they say you have to cash it in right away? Why can't he hold it to January? Breaking news! I got breaking news, boys. All right, breaking Go news. Ahead. Go for it. Fighter Fest, your main event. John Moxley, Brian Cage. All right, see, well, I'm, I'm with you guys. Then I'm with you. They shouldn't have gone there. Yep, there it is. Yeah, I, I, I have a problem with that because you got you got Brody Lee, and again, I was excited Brody Lee came in, but five matches into his AEW career, he gets a title shot. Archer, five match, you know, five matches into it. He's in a title picture. Well, they haven't had a, but again, you know, to go back to the COVID thing, they haven't had a lot of opportunity to build up I, but I get challengers but either. It's, but it's just what, but it's, it's it's what they're presenting. It's all these new guys are coming in are better than what is there. They're instantly going to put in a title picture. Mm-hmm. I, I that's 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 the optic that it's presenting. Well, I mean, give me, here's the thing. Give give me give me the perfect give me the perfect guy in the roster that should be in the title picture. I have no problem with Scorpio Sky. I have no problem with Frankie Kazarian, Darby Allen. Uh, the booking was that. Yeah, but though, I, I, I don't know that all that. I don't know that all that's perfect though. I don't know that all those guys Scorpio have done Sky. enough to earn that well, either. Obviously, nothing's gonna be perfect. You got to book it. This wasn't perfect, but you know. If, but if, they, they if, haven't done anything with any of those guys to get them to the point where they deserve a title shot right now. And what do they do with Brian Cage? I'm I'm just saying it again. It, that's fine, but there there there's if you could tell me that they're holding somebody back or they if they here's the thing I would have I would have I would have more of a problem with it if they were building some big program and they're like oh shit we brought in Brian Cage let's throw that to the side and we're and we're gonna you know we're gonna do this. I just think they have a. I have. I think they have a lot of guys that are really good that they're that are younger that they're bringing along slowly. MJF types, um, and I. I don't think they're ready to go there with like an MJF versus yes, Moxley it's, right it's, now. Because I, I, I can be wrong. I can tell how this is going to play out. I mean, you saw it last night. You saw when Taz came out, told told Brian Cage go beat the shit out of Darby, beat the shit out of Darby. So this fighter fest. Cage is going to get his shot at at Moxley. Cage See, isn't going to win because Darby Allen's going to cost him, and so so it protects Moxley. It still protects Cage as a tough guy, and it puts Darby Allen in the crosshairs of Taz 
and Brian Cage. Which that I mean, that part of it won't be that's bad. That's it's going to play out. Yeah, that sounds right. But that would be that's good though. What I mean, I don't I don't see what's bad about but that. But you but you wasted you wasted on a chip on a guy from day one. Where yes, having a Scorpio Sky win so you can build. But, but what but what is something. but what I'm what is Scorpio Sky there. done to to get a number one contender shot either? I don't. Th- I, I what did Brian Cage do? He he's your new hired gun that just came in that made he's that a made a grand that made Scorpio a grand Sky, appearance. But you could. But you he's, could Scorpio Sky's in a tag team. team. He's a, he's a tag team wrestler. He's not a singles wrestler. Really? Where, am I right or wrong? Like what? Like why are we blurring the lines with tag teams? It's not blurring the lines. It's three guys that are three individuals. No, 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 no. Hold on. They, re, How are you Scott, blurring the lines? Hold on a second. Hold on. Wait. Still hold on a second. That's Frankie not true. Kazarian Scorpio Sky and, and Frankie Kazarian. Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian are clearly the tag team. Daniels has wrestled singles. Daniels has been more the singles guy than them. They, they, the sure. first ever tag team champions in AEW. They're a tag really? team because because Christopher Daniels got hurt by Pentagon. It do, listen, it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't matter who has been the tag Scott team. Was the third guy. The, the, he hasn't been not in, not in AEW. Him and Kazarian have been the tag team. You see, let, you want to know how they could build this up? I exactly tell you how they could build this up. Okay, and it would be perfect. Okay, and I'm going to use Scorpio Sky as an example. It's because they could build something in this kid. You're just putting okay. a baby face you like into the program is all you're doing. No, no, no. Really? We're going to go there? Yeah. But you <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. I just thought of something. I just thought of something. Okay? You can have, and it wouldn't mucky the waters as you say it. Okay? And I'm going to use Scorpio Sky. You have Scorpio Sky. Okay? He, towards the end of the match, whatever they did to Cage, which, which made sense, they all... Jumped them and all did the chip thing. And somehow, Frankie Kazarian starts going up the ladder. Scorpio Sky knocks him down, does whatever. They both, they're both, they're both down on the bottom of the ladder. Scorpio Sky kicks him in the balls, goes up the ladder, takes the chip on his own, not even part of SCU anymore. And he goes heel. So you're, tur- so you're turning him heel. I mean, Scorpio Sky. I might like that. Building a, building <laughs> but, a but you have, but hold on, you have fifty million heels as it is. How do you? This 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 company, all their all their big big huge tough guys are all heels. They're all. Think about it. Brody Lee, yes. Lance Archer, Brian Cage. No, no, no. Now you're making Scorpio. My point is, why are you making all these guys heels? They have a million heels. And literally, you, all the elite guys are, are, are all caught up elite versus inner circle. That's their, their big program right now. Those guys are all caught up, caught up in that program. You have all these guys that are heels. Now you want to turn Scorpio Sky heel too, just to get him yes. in a match with Moxley? Because you don't mucky the waters, you said it with SCU. Yeah, but I don't you think they're breaking that tag team on up. Him. You get instant heat on him because he betrayed his brother. He's got his it. chip. He's got his moment to shine. And then the minute he loses the Moxley, Scorpio Sky is lost in outer space. <laughs> There's nothing to do with him. All right, let's we, we spent a lot of we spent a lot of time on this. Let's uh Good let's, conversation though. Good conversation. Let's um Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I, there's just a lot to get to. I don't want to we we have many weeks to argue this stuff. Um Um it but, I'll throw it out to you guys real quick before we move on. Any more thoughts about the ladder match? That anything we missed? Anything you want to get to? Edwards, go first. 
I love a good ladder match. Always have. Even Money in the Banks, except I didn't watch this one and I refuse. <laughs> well, there uh, wasn't a much but, of a ladder match this oh, year. It was awful. It was awful. <laughs> but this this one here on the show, it was overbooked and it took away from the the whole aspect. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call it a great ladder match. I'm with you. No. White House. Every point. No, yeah. I agree with every point, and I don't think that you, you guy day one should have won. I thought that was pretty stupid. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. We'll move on. Um... What was the second match? I'm like lose, I'm losing track. MJ, MJF oh, okay, yes. Jungle Boy. Mm. MJF Jungle Boy. This this is why this is this is why I got my guy here with all the uh, with all the order because I always forget where we're headed. Um, <laughs> MJF Jungle Boy. Uh, I'll, I'll give a quick thoughts real quick, and then you guys could jump in. Uh, I I thought this was. Honestly, I, I liked Cody and Archer a lot. I, I thought this was the second best match on the card. Uh, aside from the main event, it's hard to beat that main event. But this was just now. Don't get me wrong; they had they had some spots and everything else like you're gonna get with Jungle Boy. But to me, this was just old school storytelling. Um, you know, Edward, you texted me a little New Japanish uh, flair to it as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Clear heel, clear baby face. Uh, there, there was really nothing not to like about this match. And uh, you've seen this happen a lot in AEW, and I don't dislike it because I thought, I think it's been something that's been lost on wrestling a lot, where you always have to hit your finisher 50 times and then you're going to win. Where it just seems with like guys like MGF, MJF and a few others, they just they're finding other ways to do it. I, they don't have to always hit their finisher. You know, maybe they cheat a little bit or they get like the weird pin like he got. It to me is just very creative. The match was very entertaining. Uh I gained a I gained a big respect for Jungle Boy coming out of his match more than I've had. Um and I thought the right guy won. Um, you know, I'll let you guys jump in, you know, uh what do you think about it? Uh, I mean, the right guy did win. I mean, but at the same time, I think it was good that they established somebody else that they could build on as well. I think uh, you know the commentator commentators always talk highly of Jungle Boy, and Jungle Boy needed that one that one match to kind of put the spotlight on him a little bit. Mm, I agree. Show that he that he's that you believe. It, that just because he's small, he was almost he, in Luchasaurus shadow a little bit. You know what I mean? And I feel and, like and he jumped out of that. The opposite, on the opposite spectrum, but the same way. Yes, mm-hmm. you know. And, and and Jungle Boy had that match, and and I just think that this puts him in that mid card. You know, and, and you're still building. I mean, again, I mean, we all know that Jungle Boy is is you know they, is a project they're building on. He's young. Hasn't been doing this long, X, Y, and Z. Uh, but I just think that that coming out moment that you know wrestlers have that in that match as they all talk about. I think this could be Jungle Boy's is if he's talking a couple years, you know, several years in the future, the coming out party. You know, this would he could look back on this match being that. Now that's if he's it's booked correctly going forward. But I think this definitely put him in the spot that. You could start buying into uh, buying into Jungle Boy, and, and you could invest, have some investing in, in Jungle Boy, and get behind him. You know, and this this loss 
didn't hurt Jungle Boy at all. And it, again, it just keeps building on to MJF as that, you know, that number one heel down the road. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys, man. This was this was like a, I, I was blown away. Like I see Jungle Boy week to week like everybody else. I respect him. I think he's got some talent. But this showed us that he can pull off a wrestling match. Yeah. with one of the better guys out there right now with in MJF. So I think yeah, moving forward this is you're probably right. This is going to be the one mat, the first match that, you know, to the to the wrestling fans eyes, now he's on the map. Yeah. I, I think that's yeah. And you know, and I wouldn't be surprised you see a series of matches going forward mm. where he's if not one of the best wrestling uh on that card, he's in that top 3 for sure going forward. And, you know, stealing the show every, every now and then. Yeah. I just think that he has a lot that he can build upon this yeah. and, 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 and go forward with it. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be, you know, you know, maybe, maybe some, some weeks or months down the road, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if he's still looking good and losing, he gets frustrated and turns around, kicks the shit out of Marco Stunt. And goes full. You want, you want to turn everybody you know I mean? heel. You want to <laughs> turn no, everybody heel. Just, Can we have some baby faces dude, in this company? I see, <laughs> hey, I, I see, I see, I see three or four guys that are baby faces right now. You turn them heel, and I think, I think they're gonna have some good programs. Yeah, Hundred heels. Forward. And Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy is one of them because eventually down the road you could turn him face again, and he's just gonna go rocket ship from there. But. I think a nice little heel run on Jungle Boy would would do him pretty good. All right, I want to I want to ask you this, and I'll, I'll I'll start with Edwards, and then White House jump in. Uh, right. Take Jungle Boy out of it for a second. Uh, mm. It seems to be a common theme where you have your, you know, under the brightest lights, this guy just seems to shine brightest as MJF. So mm. many times, go go all the way back to All In opening the show. And kind of making a name for himself there. Uh, yeah. We got the the constant deal with Cody. I know they've gone away from it a little bit, but it's always there for you. Um, I thought interesting that they kept Wardlow out of this match too, which I kind of like that they kept him out of this match. Yeah, but too. he's also there. He's also there for him. Our, you know, I know it's going to be different, and I know it's two very different eras. But are we looking at? You know, he's, you know, he's Cody's flair. You know what I mean? Like Dusty, Dusty versus flair, all those years, all those different situations. Is, is this, is MJF turning into Cody's flair? Um, I, I know it's going to take a while. It's a little early. I know he's a little bit young. Mm-hmm. I would definitely, he's young, but I wouldn't call him green because he is good in so many ways. I mean, he's one of the best promo guys, one of the best heels. He 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 doesn't break kayfabe on social media. His matches are great. He he's better on the bigger stage. There's so many things to like about him. Are we headed to you know Cody MJF being the second coming of Dusty and Flair? It's eventually, an interesting yes. question. Yeah, eventually, I think yes. I mean, not, if you yeah, not stay, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after he has his eighth title run. Then, yeah, I think it's fair to say, yeah, he's definitely. But what did I text you last night? He's the best heel under 50. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and I, I actually texted yeah. he's the best heel. Yeah. And I went, wait, under 50 because Jericho. Yeah. Jericho. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, I mean, Although I, you could I, make I, a case I, for Archer too, but yeah, there it's not. There's not many names you're throwing in there. I right, think he's doing a great job, and I wouldn't be surprised. Cody's run as as TNT uh, champ is short, and they strapped this title TV title on MJ. That's MJ kind of the perfect for title for a guy like him too. You know what I mean? And then. You know, even even Cody for him, need, Cody does not need this title. I mean, they people, just wanted to put it on as the first, but right? And Cody which is, does not which, need let, let's be honest, Cody didn't win the AEW title. He didn't win the AEW ring, which MJF won. Right. So let 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 let's. I mean, I, I don't know how they're going to work in it. I feel like someday Cody's going to be AEW champion. I don't care. They can figure it out. Listen, it's wrestling. None of we, none of that stuff is set in stone. We all know that. But for him to be the premier team champion, I'm no problem with it. But I also no. think that that title is very good for, like you said, for an MJF, and even even for MJF to to g- even go back to like a Jungle Boy, and then being yeah. have their little sub feud. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't foresee Cody having this belt for long. But and, wait, and, I so, think, I, and I think, I think. This would set up for MJF, is what you were saying, to be that Flair. You know, Flair had Flair was a United States champion before he was a world champion. You right. know what I mean? So he had to he had to take those steps. And the I building think this blocks. Could be, yeah, and I think that's part of it with MJF. You know, because like there's Cena, ways, Cena kind there's of did that too. That, yeah, there's yeah, there's ways. <laughs> You can you can get Cody back in the title picture, you know. There's ways you can do it. Moxley, you know, challenges Cody or or whomever. Because I I always thought it would be Cody taking it off Moxley, but that's but that's that I can. Yeah, hear. I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know for I don't know if we're gonna see that. Um, all right, any more thoughts about this one before we move on? Nope. White House nope. is where we headed. We are headed to the. Speaking of Cody, the TNT Championship match, uh, Cody and Archer. All right, quick, quick, quick thought before we actually get into the match. That oh, was uh, fucking ugly. That's right, what that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I, th- honestly, that's what I was thinking, and I'm like, all right, maybe they're going for an old school look. Blah blah blah. And me and me and my boy Jim McDermott were kind of looking at it. We're like, uh, my my buddy Jigsaw over there. We're kind of we're kind of looking at it. We're like, eh. I, and then we're trying to figure out ideas of how they can make, make it look better. They very quickly, I'm sure because it probably blew up on social media very quickly and everybody hated the belt. Shivani came on and said, hey, listen, this yeah. isn't the finished product. <laughs> you know, COVID-19, we couldn't get the belt done. But we promise you it will be a beautiful belt, blah, 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 blah. But what I said, now, my first thought, too, and I said, I said this, I said this to Jigsaw, I was like, dude. Maybe like the cons were like we spent all this money on all the other belts, and this is the TNT belt. So let them pay for this belt. You know what I mean? <laughs> and TNT have to ask it. But uh, I saw some thoughts on online uh, or you know on the internet on social media where people are like, "Well, if the belt wasn't ready, they should have waited." Well, hold on a minute. They've been telling you for two months that yeah. we're gonna have this tournament. It's gonna culminate at the pay per view. Blah blah blah. See, those are the people that if they didn't do the match at Double or Nothing because the belt wasn't ready, would have knocked them for not doing it. But right. then are going to knock right. them for having yeah. a 
placeholder belt. Can we all take a step back for a second and realize where we are in this world? And I, I get it. The belt, the belt they put out there that night was ugly. But my guess is you're probably going to be blown away with it like you've been with every other belt they came out with when they get to finishing product. So that was an interesting part of the match. I think we're all in agreement at, uh, on that. Um, I, I was kind of disappointed he said it was going to be gold. I think, I mean, maybe it's me. Like, Cody is so old school NWA in his thinking and his philosophy and the things that he likes. Having it the color of the old school NWA TV title, the white, or the red strap with the silver, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I just, I, I just think see, they don't. I think they think that the silver looks looks cheap. I, just I think that's what it comes see, down to. I just don't need to see the big black bold letters TNT in the middle. I just but it's the TNT championship, though. You're gonna see. I know, that. but I mean, <laughs> it just ways of doing it. I mean, you know, have the lo- have their logo in it. I don't know. All right, all right. I get, that, I get. It, 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 but you know what the problem is? It's a very just plain boxy TNT. There's not a lot of character yeah. to it. I think that's part of it. But let's let's wait and see the finished product, and then we could go yay or nay in the belt. Uh, I mean, obviously that it was pretty. It was surprising to to me, given the fact that they put it out there that the Stampede match was pre-recorded, and they're kind of like ahead of the game on a lot of these things. They were ahead of the game on the injuries. They didn't give you like. They didn't go on the air and be like, oh, by the way, Britt Baker and and uh, Ray Phoenix are hurt. I mean, they put it out there. They put it out there that the match was pre-recorded. To me, why not just put it out there that the belt wasn't ready? You, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like they're ahead of the game on so much and they decided not to do it there. I don't know why. Um, but again, you get Mike Tyson. And I got to say, when Mike walked out, again, I was blown away. I'm like, dude, this guy's 53 and he's in the best shape of his life. He looked amazing. He looked amazing. See him smile, laughing. Was he was cool. into it. Mike was into you it. Know, He's cheering, you except, know. Except that one spot where they got they caught him yawning. I caught him yawning. Yeah, you know, I got that. Hey, I mean, th- listen, we all know that. Mike smokes a lot of weed, right? He was probably you know a little <laughs> bit tired, a little yeah, bit tired. It, it, to me, I've yawned at wrestling shows too. It's not because I'm bored. I mean, sometimes you yawn. I, I don't know if he was bored. He was pretty much into it though. For when they kind of caught, you know, got got the camera on him. Um, Jake, Jake came out. It looked like he dyed his hair, dyed his mustache, except for the one side. He's got like that shaved gray side. And then he's got yeah. the rest of his, it's like, it's, I think he just does it to look like the fucking lunatic that he is. Um, <laughs> got Arn out there with Cody, uh, with his, his playbook, um, which was interesting. Yeah, and if you go back and if you go back and look at the playbook, the side that's facing, the side that's facing us, not him. Had had Cody versus Wardlow on it. I paused it to see it. I was curious. Really, it really? had Wardlow on it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. you're you're nitpicking with that one, brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, they reused the. Re, he reused the same playbook. Maybe, maybe because they're just big. You know, I, I don't. know. I, whatever. Wardlow uh, on the back. <laughs> who cares? Who cares? We all know it's. We all know it's a prop. But come on. Don't play with our stupidity. Listen, it, I, I'm, I know I'm not the only one that caught it. I know. Details. I'm, oh, of course you're not. Exactly. Listen, the it's WWE fanboys that want to knock everything AEW does, I'm sure oh, they're all over. Oh, oh, oh. 
Do not put me. I know I'm not. I'm not putting you in that category. Listen, I I didn't say you're in that category. I'm just saying is when you said there's other people doing it, I'm agreeing with you because of those people. I'm telling you now, I didn't pick up on that. I mean, maybe I don't pay close enough attention. Lord, I care because listen, I know it's scripted. I'm not going to use the F word. I don't want to piss anybody off. Easy. We, easy. we just we just got oh. on Retromania Network, Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network. Once again, we're happy to be here. And I don't want to turn off any listeners by using the bad words that we're not allowed to use in pro wrestling because everybody's so fucking sensitive. But anyway, I, whatever. Um, here's where we're at. Uh, as far as the match goes, um, you know, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on it. But it, it pretty much went the way I thought it would. Archer kind of kicking the shit out of Cody. Cody gets a little bit of his stuff in. Um, Archer beats him up a little bit more. Archer shows a lot of athleticism. a lot of Moves you never thought he'd do. If you told me two years ago Lance Archer was going to be this guy, I never would have believed it. Ever. He comes out. The music's great. He's beating up some guy from the back. I di- I'm digging everything he's doing. Um, I'll say this, and I'll, 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 throw, I'll throw it to uh, Edwards. The one thing I thought this match lacked was Mike Tyson punching Archer in the face. I just thought that would have been, like, perfect for, for this match. And, and would have, you'd have gotten more out of Mike and, you know, might have protected Archer a little bit more. I, I, didn't, think, I didn't think he looked... The, the thing is, he still looked strong the whole match. He took a million crossroads. I get it. Uh, the snake didn't come out. He was... You know, they, they sold the fact that he was a little thrown off by Snake not being out there. So maybe maybe the punch would have been overboard. I just would have liked to seen it because I thought it would have been cool. Uh, but other than that, I mean, the match was good and went the way he expected. And Cody wins his title. Where, Edwards, where are you at with it? I think it went expected uh, except for the finish because I fully expected Archer to win this. And I thought maybe the feud would continue and Cody chases. I wanted uh, it, but I, I'm not surprised. And that's what I wanted to see, too. I wanted to see that, too. Anthony predicted that uh, Archer was going to win. I got that yeah. written down, by the way. Egg on face. <laughs> Egg on face. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I thought the match was, was great. It was He controlled it the whole way. And then I thought, you know, I expected Cody to make a comeback. I like how they did the – he did the DDT, and then Archer hit the spine buster. I thought that was great. Yeah, that was a good spot. They both got ejected. Thought that was great, but I thought I just thought something would have happened with Jake and the Snake to, you know, maybe Tyson, like you say. I, I did. I expected him to knock Archer out, but at the same time, I expected something behind that, like Jake with the Snake messing with Cody, and then somehow there's there's a dusty finish there where my, Archer get, goes over. My thought on Archer winning was either. Cody's bloodied up laying in the middle of the ring or that's I what I wanted initially. I, I, right. And I think I talked about this on the pre-show was I thought Tyson was going to be like down the middle and I thought uh-huh. Tyson was going to cost Cody the match to really protect Cody, but Archer still wins type of thing. But mm, yeah. watching it, getting the idea Halfway through, I was like, "Oh, sh-. I was like, Mike's not going to turn on Archer here. He's going to help Cody." Like, I just it just came over me. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. the only way he helped Cody is he didn't let Snake come out with the snake. 
Um, which here's the thing though about the snake part of it. It what would the snake have done to win the match for Archer? I don't know. Would it gave him some crazy power or something? I have no idea. No, no. I mean, maybe Mike's afraid of snakes. You know, something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was just weird. So I would have liked either way. I would have liked Mike hitting the guy who lost. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's where I'm at with it. But here, I'll say this. Going into the match, I really wanted Archer to win, and I thought I was going to hate it if he didn't. I'm not going to say that I loved it, but I'm not going to say I hated either. I just want to see how how they go, what they do with Archer from here on out. If it doesn't kill Archer's momentum, I'm okay with it. Because I don't you think Archer needs like a belt either. Oh, man. I don't know. Is his momentum dead right now? What do you guys no. think? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not going to say I, no, I, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I hope I don't think not. So. Um, unlike Anthony, I actually predicted this match correctly. He did. He did. I had Cody winning. I'll just um, I predicted it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, uh, both our matches, we differed. I was 2-0. and oh. By the way, AC, we'll get to the other one. Well, later. What was the other one? I don't even remember. Uh, we'll get to the other one later. We'll, uh, oh no, I have it written down. Don't worry. Um, I came prepared, so I forget uh, what else I picked. I'm just trying. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll think about it. Yeah, think about it for a second. Oh, I, I think like, I know what it is. I think I know what it is. You know, I think they did a good job protecting them. You know, because you ejected both, both man, both, sorry, coaches, mm-hmm. and it's just now. You know, you now know that. You know, Archer, you know, uh, Jake has not control, but can control Archer to focus more, whatever. You could pin that on and, and, you know, Tyson scaring Jake back and, and, you know, just messed it up a little bit. So I think they did a good job, even though Cody, you know, Cody went over on Archer. I think they did a okay job trying to protect him. So now what they could do is just, he's just, you know, have a couple squash matches in a row before they figure out, you know, what's next for him. Because I think that he doesn't necessarily need um, the TV title, um, but, you know, he could be the chaser and take it off Cody instead of MJF, as I suggested. That could happen. So, I mean, so it could be, you know, but, you but I'm gonna... that with him. Well, I don't know if he's that big guy that needs that mid card. I, I don't know that so. he needs. I don't know that he needs a title. But I, I will say this: if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna say wins and losses matter, it's it it, it matters. Now again, oh, it's how they it use them. No, it's how they use them. If if wins and losses matter, he can't he can't jump right back in the title shot. See, to me, if you're the champion and you lose the title and you get an automatic rematch. To me, that's agreeable because in real fighting, that happens a lot. So right. I could I could roll that. But you're in a tournament where nobody was crowned champion. So to me, you losing this match. I'm not saying you go all the way to the back of the line. But now, I would if I'm fully expecting you're going to see a mean, nasty, kicking the shit out of a lot of people, Lance Archer. It, it, and I think if they do that and they do it right, you this can go away. What I don't want to see is the Braun Strowman effect where the monster kicks everybody's ass leading up to the big match and he always loses. Because to me, that mm. doesn't work. Now, he lost this right. one. I get it. 
But going forward, he needs to win some big matches. That's where I'm at with it. Well, big matches. I mean, this is really his first big match. You know, but I get no. I get. I'm talking about future. I'm just saying where right, they right, need right, to right. go. No, no, no. I, I, know. I, I, what? I, I think, I think they're at a, I think they're at a. I hate to use that word crossroads as a. It's a cliche, but no pun intended. They brought, uh-huh. they brought no because they brought in two big guys, and they got them in this spotlight so fast, and they both lost. Both of them lost mm. i just it, again it goes back to what i said with with cage first match he wins he's in but the do spotlight you, don't I don't just, you think the situation they're in kind of push pushed a lot of this along too where let, let's face it you didn't you didn't get a lot of you didn't get a lot of tag matches you they were kind of pushing those three man we talked a lot about it before uh, the pandemic. The worst fucking titles in the history of pro wrestling. But anyway, you know, they were starting to push those three man teams and they had to go away from it a little bit through no fault of their own. I get it. I'm not blaming them for that, but they were doing a lot of that stuff. And here you are in a situation where you had a lot of single stuff. You didn't have a lot of tag matches to work with. And the only real team stuff you had to work with was inner circle versus the elite which really let's be honest the inner circle carried that whole feud because they've been on tv every week um you know the they didn't have a lot of places to go here so i i think when you when you look at that in the entire picture um i don't it, it's tough that a lot of these new guys lost but they also were pushed into big programs quicker than they probably wanted to do it. And let's face it, they're not ready to take the title off John Moxley. He, I don't even know if he had a title defense in front of fans yet. You know what I mean? Like, mm. so they have a long way to Good go. Point. Plus, it's getting better. We were kind of down on Moxley six weeks ago, and now we're all kind of. Well, I mean, we'll get there. I don't know. Maybe you guys changed your mind after yesterday. I don't know. We'll get there. But we've been lately. We've been kind of liking Moxley. So it's just a lot. You know, a lot of ways. I don't think I don't think they had a lot of ways to go here, and I think they were trying to create matches with a lot of interest and not necessarily worried about the effect. I don't think there was that worried about the effect on the guy who lost because I think they feel like they can book these guys out of those losses. Now that remains to be seen. Let's see him do it, but I think that's I think that that was their thinking on it. Where hey, listen. At the end of the day, we have two huge names who came into the company at a time where we had no fans and have carried us through these last few months, and they're in big matches against guys who have been carrying the whole company for the last year. So at least we have big-name guys versus big-name guys. We're putting on a good pay-per-view. We're charging people 50 bucks when there's no fans, but we're giving you marquee name versus marquee name, and then we'll figure it out afterwards. That isn't always the greatest strategy, but I think that was their only strategy right now. You guys think it's a problem, though? Uh, Brody Lee and Archer specifically. Who do you give? Who do you give them though? I know we're we're turning everybody heel tonight, but uh, oh, what baby faces are there that you can put those guys up against? That's that. That's my point with trying to turn more guys heel. You, they, I mean, they're you, in, you could they need baby faces. Again, but. 
they need baby faces. No, they need baby faces, and not I champion think, baby faces either. I, 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 you know, with Brody, there's well, Brody, Brody, you can go back to SCU. I think you go back to SCU. Right? Yeah, you know, I mean, he could do stuff with that. I, I think, I think the thing is with Archer because you jumped. He, he, he was, he was just in the company. He got instantly involved in this title tournament, dominates his his side, loses to Cody, and now what do you do? I think that he's more of a dilemma what, than what, Brody. What, what about bringing? What about bringing in? You know, at not bringing in because he's there. But what about giving like a Billy Gunn? I know it's different without having fans there. But what if Billy Gunn comes out here and say, "Hey, you know what?" You think you're going to come in here as the top guy. You just got schooled, blah, 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 blah. Cuts a couple promos on him. Easy baby face, bigger guy. You know, it, it keeps him away from a title. Gives you another big name for him to go after. That type of a thing. I mean, I it, it, to me, it just seems like a perfect name that he could beat. Billy Gunn loses nothing, nothing from losing to anybody now at his stage in his career. Uh... He could cut promos against Snake. Maybe that that type of guy might be where you need to go. Um, for who? Archer? For Archer, yeah. I mean, you could throw Matt Hardy at Archer. I mean, you can. Ooh, yeah, that'd they, be interesting. You know what I mean? You I, can, I think I think it I mean, would. I think not, it would too. But they're not. They. I don't think they're done. And this is probably a conversation for later in the show. I don't think they're done with Inner Circle versus the Elite. And Matt Hardy's part of that. So you know what I'm saying? I don't think I don't think they're done there. Hey, I, I think I, I still tangent, think you could go Jericho Matt Hardy out of this too. So not to go off on a tangent, but do either of you guys know? Have they said anything about the the war games? Are they waiting for a crowd for that? Or oh, the, oh yeah, the blood and guts. We, uh, they haven't. We're, we're, AC and I were talking about this last week. We're assuming that's what they're waiting for to do it in a crowd, and that's why they did the this whole stadium thing. Um. Um, because you know you need a crowd for it. I think I think that what you got to look at is now that there's states opening up, who gets the fifty percent capacity or full capacity first? Yeah, it's going to be a race. You know, it's not <laughs> yep. most most of their uh, dynamites that are, are 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 traveling dynamites are booked for like December. So these these buildings haven't been making a dime in months, right? Right. You're right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If Florida or Texas or Georgia or Missouri or wherever, you know, in the next two months opens up and says, hey, listen, you know, they're going to wear masks, but we'll let them in. AEW might be like, all right, let's fucking do yeah. blood and guts on Whoa. September 15th or all out. It's be, it's Where's all out going to be? Uh, have two rings. No, I, two, I, two I, I get it. I get it. Sure, but yes. the, all, all of these, all these big cities have an arena big enough. It, it just depends how many seats you want to give up. I mean, it, you're you're really lo- only losing floor seats by doing that. You're not. You, you, obviously, you need the height because you drop it down. So you can't like you can't go to like Bridgeport. Which none of that shit's happening in Connecticut anytime soon, anyway. But the arena at Bridgeport. <laughs> yeah, we know they, that. They when they do cage matches, <laughs> let's not even go there. Don't get me going, Karen Lamont. Um, they, <laughs> no, but when they do cage matches in Bridgeport, they don't even drop the cage down. They like 
they do one of those we're gonna build the cage around the ring because I saw I saw a Cena Orton cage match in Bridgeport and they it, it, they don't have the height to do it. So I get it's got to be the right size arena, but dude, there's there's a lot of arenas in a lot of states that can handle that. You know if 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 uh, if Texas opens up. You know, you're telling me that uh, American Airlines Arena in Dallas, there, Cubans building, that's been making zero dollars when they would have had NBA playoffs and everything else. You're telling me like Tony Khan gives them a call, billionaire to billionaire. Hey, Cuban, you guys can have fans. We want to put two rings in a blood and guts tournament versus Chris, you know, with Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes and the Elite or whoever, whatever version of the Elite they're going to utilize to do that, which I, to me, that's the other thing. Cody's got to be a part of that match when they do it. So oh, yeah. does that so expel Hardy? You don't need Matt Hardy at that point. Well, well that's right. not necessarily true. Maybe maybe Hangman's not in it. Maybe Omega's not in it. You know what I'm saying? Hardy's clearly a part of this, this, this big feud with Inner Circle right now. I'm just saying is... There, there could be a time in the next few months. Maybe it's all out. They, here's the thing. They may not be going to Chicago for all out, but they may be going elsewhere for it. So what if the big match on all out is the blood and guts in another city? Maybe it's Vegas. Vegas is starting to reopen up too. There's so many possibilities. Um, that when this could happen, I just think they're waiting for, all right, this is when we know we can do it. This is when we know we can have fans. And then we're going to announce it. Uh, they, there's so many variations of how they could keep this inner circle thing going against the elite, and you know, still have other guys go elsewhere. So if if best friends are the number one contenders, you probably have Omega and Hangman defending the tag titles against them, and then maybe you have the Young Bucks versus Jericho versus the Sex Gods. You know, maybe you do, maybe you do, I, I love the name, right? Dude, so why funny. everything out of his mouth goes over? It's just <laughs> it's unbelievable. So everything funny. He it says, is, everything the it's, guy said. It's so great. Oh. But how, how about, <laughs> you know, and this is probably going to be bad for Hager, given his record lately, but what if you do Matt Hardy versus Hager? That's a big match, too. There, there, there's a lot of things they could do. I agree with you. Matt Hardy could wrestle anyone in the company, and it's going to be huge for that person. But... If they want to keep this whole thing going, there's there's a lot of ways they could get Cody back into it and still keep Hardy into it. But they could also do what they've done with just just about every other storyline with a Cody or whomever is they could go away from it and come back to it as well. Absolutely. I don't think they're going to because I think that there's so many variations of it that have a lot of legs. And, you know... If if your ultimate payoff is that blood and guts, would you go away from it now? Unless I you, go, I wouldn't go away from it permanently, but I would probably take a step back from it. But what if they think so they can do it in August? What if they think they can do it in August or September? To me, I wouldn't. If they don't think they can do know. it till no, my I, I agree with you. If they don't think they can do this till December or let's or twenty twenty one. I agree. They probably should back off it and then go back to it. But if they if they think they could get to it by like all out, I don't know that you go away from it yet, because then you're you're rushing back into it. You might as well just keep it going in well, those different variations. Sitting in that Sears Center 
there's no way they could do two rings in the Sears Center if, if they are going back to Chicago for All Out, if that's an opportunity. It's not going to happen there. Well, they're not going to. Listen, it's listen. Small. They're not having. But here's the thing, dude. They're not having fans in Chicago in September. It's not going to happen anyway. So they're going to. All Out's going to be somewhere else. That's my point. My, the question is: Is it going to be somewhere somewhere else with fans? Is the question? I don't know. Right, we right, we don't know that yet. But point being is, Chicago, New York, Boston, the L A, those cities, that's not happening in September. We know that. It's going to be it's going to have to be somewhere else. But let's get Dude, into it. I wish I could. I wish I could ahead. say you're dead wrong about that. But that would be my heart talking, because at this point. <laughs> nothing would shock me. Right. You know, if we don't see a crowd till, uh, you know, 2023, I wouldn't be shocked at this point. Well, I mean, LA has already said you're not going to see a crowd till 2020, 2021. Yeah, right. LA, New Boston, New York. Of, New York is kind of not saying that, but kind of saying the same thing without oh, saying it's it. It's not happening mm-hmm. in New York. Dude, it's not happening. Oh, they man. might let pro sports happen in New York, but they're not letting fans yeah. in right here. My, oh. There's no way. But that doesn't mean Florida, Texas, Georgia, Missouri, maybe even Colorado. That's kind of reopening. Uh, all these there's there's a lot of states that are. So I don't yeah, there's think options. It, I, I I I wouldn't I wouldn't I, I'm not get I'm not getting my hopes up either. I get it. Right. Um. Right. Because hey, listen, we don't know. We just don't know what every week holds and um all the stuff that's going to happen. But I'd be hopeful that. By all out, there will at least be some form of fans wherever they go. Maybe not enough. Maybe not a building big enough. Maybe not enough fans to do blood and guts then. But I would hope we'd get some of that for all, by all out. Or maybe Fighter Fest, which would probably be at Daly's, which Florida seems to be a good option for the first test run at that. And let's face it, some state is going to have to buck the trend and just you know, basically take the chance to do it to prove to other states state. that they can get. Uh, It'll have to be a red state. The, maj- the majority state. of the states I mentioned yeah, are right. red states. I'm just saying. So right. my point being is there are some states that might be willing to say, hey, you know, the building can hold 12000 for wrestling. You could, you could bring in 6000 You know what I mean? Who knows? It, we'll, right. we'll see how it all plays out. But that's an option. Um where are we headed to uh, after this one? Uh, first women's match of the night. It was uh, Statlander and Penelope Ford. So what I'm going to do real quick is I'm going to run to the bathroom and I'll let you guys take this one because I could care less about it. It was horrible. Even though I love Penelope. <laughs> Penelope, I love you. I, I hate it. And I need a bathroom break. White House, take over. <laughs> um, I didn't think that was ba- I don't think it was a bad match. Uh, last week when AC and I had predictions, I mean, I thought um, I was looking forward to uh, Baker going over on this one. Uh, so, mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't disappointed because I think if you look at the last month or two, the matches Penelope Ford's been involved in, those matches actually have been pretty good. You know, the the, the four-way, um, if you took Statlander out of that four-way and made it a triple threat, I think that would have been going into last night, probably the best women's match they had in AEW. Uh, Cause I thought Statlander did an awful job in that four way, but 
with all the with all the faults and all the mistakes and I mean again, you know Statlander's still new or newer or she's right. still learning on on the job. She did really well last night. And I and I think a lot of people who've been so negative on her and negative on this women's division are probably blinded by that. But she did pretty well in this match and I thought I uh, to me, I see some chemistry with these two in the ring. And why not do a program with these two and they both will get better? Um, you know, not the 50-50 booking stuff and whatnot, but I thought Penelope did a good job filling in. I think they got something with her. And me personally, I don't know if I was reading too much into it. You saw Vicky getting frustrated, and I think she was rooting for for Penelope. Yep. Dude, she's yep. got it. She's... They, they got to turn Penelope uh, here, and AC's missing it. First face turn. Penelope <laughs> Ford turns face, smacks Kip Saban in the face because she's focusing too much on that shit. Maybe, maybe that's where they're going with this, but I think they got something with Penelope Ford they could build on, and I think the future's bright for her. That's, a, that's an interesting match. take. That's interesting because I've been down on Statlander too. Um, yes. Especially in the four ways. I don't know oh, if it's just communication man. or what it is, but Brutal. she's been awful. awful. Brutal. And, and, and even that tag team match, I mean, there, some people are blaming her for the reason why Britt Baker got hurt. But so, mm, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah. so, I mean, she's botched a lot of stuff, but she didn't do that bad of a job last night. I, I've seen worse matches, and that one was pretty good. And, I, and I'm going to, I'm, my take on it more is, who she was in the ring with, Penelope Ford, mm-hmm. and I thought she's been her matches that she's been involved in haven't been shitty, and she's actually done a pretty pretty good job. So I, I I think they should get her more involved in the ladies division. I mean the bar is low in that there it as it is, so she can only make it higher. That's just my take. All right, I'll I'll turn her face with you. We'll we'll I tell think, uh, think, AC I mean, when he comes back. Yeah, I like yeah, it. I mean, Wait, who are we turning you know, baby face? Ford. What nah, do you I don't like it. I don't like turning oh, baby face. Of course he doesn't like it. You no, know, no. <laughs> I, do you know why I like like this stuck-up fucking cheerleader fucking prom queen gig she's got going on? Right, but I think if you look at how it's been, been uh, you, how it's the writing on the wall, I think you kind of see it. Saban has been more of a distraction for her. She's going to get frustrated. She's going to either slap him or kick him in the balls and go on her own way. I think that's how it's going to play out. Yeah, I don't see it. I'm not saying it'd be terrible. I kind of, I kind of like her. I kind of like her shtick. I, I don't know. I kind of, you know, it's because I, I it's, you know what it is. My, my, my general, my general, uh, ridiculous love for women are psychotic bitches like that. So it's, I mean, I, that's probably why I like it. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's just, it is what it is, but um, you listen, dig crazy think... chicks like CM Punk. You know what? You know what's hilarious? <laughs> now that you mentioned CM Punk, and not not to take the spotlight off the worst match of the show, but um, <laughs> not you know I don't I don't want I don't want to give the undue spotlight to a terrible match, but. We we talked about that entire ladder match, and what was the one guy we did not mention? 
Colt Cabana. That fucking bum. I hate Colt Cabana. Boom, boom, baby. I, uh, he's so terrible. Oh, I don't like him. Either. Why was he I'm in that sorry. match? Talk about somebody who would never win the match. There's there's your guy. Oh, Why anyway. I didn't say his name when I said believable guy's winning. I left his mat name out. No, I'm, I'm just making the point that that's a guy that would never. Dude, if, dude literally fucking Jigsaw Jiggy, my boy. Jim McDermott looks at me and goes, if Cabana wins this, we're turning the pay-per-view off. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yes, I'm back. So. Now that you guys okay. attacked that ladies' match, okay, um, next match, where are we headed? The next match after this ladies' match, this match uh, this match kind of pissed me off, not going to lie. Um, uh, Sean Spears, Dustin Rhodes, um, well, one reason why I pissed me off because I got it wrong because I actually thought Sean Spears was going to go over. But uh, I don't know how you squashed a guy like they did last night after he had, I thought, in my opinion, if not the best segment, one of the best segments of Dynamite was his Sean Spears news. How do you do, how do, you do that fantastic of a job with that, with, with that segment? And then and – then, that that weekend you're gonna you're gonna squash him against a guy who doesn't need this match. I don't um, know what they're doing with Sean Spears, man. It's I want to hear Edwards. Edwards, I want to hear your thoughts about it because you're a Spears guy too. Yeah, I have my no, thoughts he, about it, but I want to I want to I want to hear what you have to say. Not that it's going to change my mind, but I just want to hear it first. Yeah, yeah, he's been one of my favorites. We've talked about this since uh, AEW started, and I agree that Sean Spears' network was or News Network, whatever he called it, was awesome. Man. He's been a home run. And yet, I just, I really hope they don't turn him into the comedy guy with his pants falling down. Like, I I feel like that's where it's heading, and I wanted it to go to, you know, an established heel beating a legend, maybe a legend killer type guy. But it's not, uh, man, I hated this match. I hated this. A hundred percent. I mean, what does Dustin benefit squashing Spears? Nothing. Nothing. Nope. Sean Spears needed this match to continue. If there was one bright spot against the shit show pandemic of of wrestling that we've had to watch, not calling AEW a shit show, don't just just the the, the, the situation itself mm-hmm. was Sean Spears. They got they got they created something out of a guy they weren't using for months, and he was one of the bright spots yep. that they could go and t- turn to, and was doing a great job. And then you got him squashing, has freaking pictures of Tully Blanchard on his boxers, which is an absolute embarrassment to I Tully thought it was Blanchard. Funny. I, dude, it's just there's no need for that bullshit. I just don't. Yeah. I Didn't don't, you get the get sense it. that maybe Tully's on the outs or something by doing that? Like because of the picture of his face that was basically on his dick. Dude, there's no way Tully had was laughing. Or even no, no, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. No Didn't you get the impression that Tully's on the outs by them doing that? Uh, I hope not. I hope not. Here's the, so here's the thing. Here, here's my take on it. I generally do agree with you guys. I, de- I generally do. Because every time it seems like Spears is going to go to another level, he loses. And I'm going to take the same tack that I took with Cody with Archer. Because I remember we talked about it way back when. Uh, either with one or both of you guys, I talked. I talked about it. I thought Spears, even if he cheated, should have beat Cody, and just not that he's going to no win. With that. 
he's not going to win the war, but he wins that battle, which continues the war. And my fear was by Spears losing that battle, the war would be over, which for the most part, it seemed to be. And then when Cody wrestled him again, he beat him again. Um, Here's the thing. I think they are going with a comedy act with Spears because other than the squash match he had against one of the jobbers, which he was phenomenal in with the way he handled that match was great. And, and Jericho was fantastic on comedy for that match. Other than that, let's face it, when he's been in the crowd, it's been kind of a comedy act. They do the SSN thing. It's it's good, but it's still kind of a comedy act. As soon as he came out with the suit on, I knew they were going... They, I knew which way they were going with this match, and I knew he was losing. I just had a feeling that because he came out like that, he was losing. Now, I'll say this. I'm not ready to give up on it yet. But what I would like to see is Sean Spears call out Dustin on Dynamite on Wednesday with his ring gear on, pissed off, ready to kick some ass. Even if he's still got the little bit of the comedy thing going, I think he needs to come out and be be a little bit strong and maybe avenge his loss. I'm not I usually hate the 50-50. I won this guy won at the pay-per-view. Let's redo the match. Right. But I yeah, think yeah. Spears, in this sense, he might need it. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see where it goes. I'm not ready to give up on it. Um, I mean, obviously, I, even with the suit on, the one thing I didn't like about it was he really didn't get much in. You know, his ass was hanging out. He's got Tully's picture on his dick. He's got his sock hanger, whatever the fuck you call those things, the sock holder upper calf thingies. I don't even know what the fuck you call those things. Guards, yeah, no, bro. Guard, guards. Guard, guards. Yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, it's not 1950. Nobody wears those anymore. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Uh, but the, the idea that they couldn't have had Spears get his stuff in, even if he lost, you know, their their whole cell and, uh, you know, a, another egg on face moment. The way they presented it on, on Dynamite, I thought they said the match was definite. But then, you know, watching the pre-show yeah. and everything, yeah. they're like, oh, well, if Dustin shows up. I don't really remember them presenting it that way on, I, I heard, on Dynamite. You know I heard JR say that, and I thought yeah. he might have he listened to Cool Truth because <laughs> you yeah. guys mentioned that. Well, that it was just boom. There was the segment, and oh yeah, it's both. Five, five seconds later, and I'm like, wait a minute, why? Are, why was there no time in between? Why was there no answer for Dustin? Why was there no, you know, like right after the next match ended? You know, they could do one of those. Trevani's like, oh, Tony Khan just told me in my ear they booked Dustin versus blah blah blah. They, they didn't say that. Well, the match is booked if Dustin shows up. That seemed to be like a secondary thing. It's almost like. Somebody jumped, maybe maybe the announcers, JR, I mean, we all know JR's lost a lot off his fastball. Maybe they presented it the way they wanted to, so they really were driving that point home, especially when he's coming out in a suit and everything else, and then they're telling the whole show if he shows up. But the other thing they're saying is they drove home the point that Dustin got the shit kicked out of him by Lance Archer. So at no point in the match did Spears land like a shot to the head and Dustin fell over like maybe he was selling a concussion or he's still hurt from that beating. Like he came out like he's up a hundred percent. Let's go. You know what I mean? So there, there is a couple weird things with that one. Uh, I just, it's just, it was just, 
It was a use, useless match. You know, it's fine. You want Dustin to win, fine. But to squash... It could have been a better did, match. I agree, yeah. I agree. Fuck, that's just so stupid. Could have been a better match. Uh, let's let's get into the next one. Where are we at here? Uh, women's championship match. Nyla Rose versus Shida. All right, I am... I, I, I'll be honest, bro. I was... I don't want to. I don't want to say I was blown away, but I was almost blown away by this match. Um, Sheeta's been very good in the ring, but I really didn't know why I would want to be invested in her. I didn't know what her character was. I don't even know if I know that yet. But the way this match went. Early on, when she's getting the shit kicked out of her with the kendo stick, I'm like, are they going to do a squash match here? Like, I honestly thought that maybe Nyla Rose was going to win in squash match form, which we all probably would have hated. I don't know. If it played out, I would have to think about it. But I was thinking, I'm like, wow, are they going to... Like, she's beating her with that kendo stick. Even when she threw it out of the ring, I'm like, are they going squash match here? And then as the match built, I was like... Wow, I want Sheeta to win this match. And I'll tell you, in a full stadium with a full crowd, I think this match would have gotten a great reaction. They had the great fallsies, totally invested in the match. Another one of these matches where you kind of forgot about was a small crowd or little, you know, you know, the crowd of it was, we'll call it the crowd. What what AEW is doing is a little bit of a crowd. Um, you forget it's just a small crowd. You're, you're into it. It's cool. They had the spots outside outside the ring. I thought a really funny spot, and I didn't pick up on it on right away. I uh, Hollywood Edwards, Blame for Truth, actually it basically explained it to me because I missed the part when Nyla put Sheeta through the blackjack table. She said, always bet on black. And then I want to say it was Shivani or Excalibur. I can't remember who it was, said... Wesley Snipe reference, we all remember, from Passenger 57. Yeah. You know, he, uh, you know, uh, he always says, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what, what the hell? It was what he was talking about. You ever play roulette? Always bet on black. That was a big Wesley Snipe saying from Passenger 57. See, I didn't hear Nyla Rose say that, so I was like, wait, why did he say that? And yeah, then Edward texted yeah. me. Edward texted me, Nyla Rose said, always bet on black. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's pretty funny. That's pretty good. He's like, this is the only time I've ever popped for Nyla Rose. Um, I'm not going to sit there and tell you that I love Nyla Rose at this point. I'll tell you that this was a very good match, and Sheeta has a lot of ability. And I'm hoping now that she has the title, we're going to get that second part of her character. I hope. But... At the end of the day, it was an awesome title match. It's hard, hard, um, much better than I ever expected. White House, take it. Always bet on black. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's what I'm saying. Without you, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, why did he say Wesley Snipes? And you're like, Nyla Rose, quote unquote, always bet on black. I'm oh, I get it. (laughs) No, I, I, I thought the match was good. I, there's nothing that Nyla Rose does that I like, but I did like that little statement because I, 
I li- actually liked Wesley Snipes in that movie. There wasn't too many Wesley Snipes movies I liked, but that was one of them. Uh, so it was a nice little pop there. But Sheena, man, she's just she's on a tear, man. Um, the only reason I think the only reason why there's not many behind her is because they haven't done a good job developing that character. For example, like what they've done since Britt Baker's heel turn with the video packages and with this and with that and everything else. Maybe it's because her English isn't the greatest. But there's, I think there's things they could do to work around that. You know, you know, they call her the, you know, in Japan, she's the Kenny Omega of the women's division. Well, I didn't know that until last night. And I actually like her matches. She had a lot of V triggers, although they didn't call them that. She had a lot. Right. You know, I actually, I actually thought about that. And Edwards, I want to get your thought about thoughts about the match too. But real quick, I thought about this. What if Omega was her mouthpiece? Hmm. You know what I mean? Just maybe Kenny can explain who we are here, and you know, if they're calling her. Little Omega or female Omega, she's doing V triggers left and right. What if Kenny was a little bit of her mouthpiece? That might add something to this character. Although I think she went a long way with the great match. Uh, but Evans, let's get your thoughts about it. I actually call me crazy, but I love this match. I know you're not crazy. You're not. I, I did. I, I was very impressed. Uh, I'm digging Sheeta. I liked, uh, even though she doesn't speak perfect English, like you said, but. Just the video package, you got to hear her speak a little bit. I was okay with it, yep. you know. Um, but here's a, here's a big question I had for you guys. Uh, all right, she was, I know Final Fantasy, the game is out. I think she dressed up as Tifa because I was, I'm playing that game. Of, oh, yeah, you were all over the outfit. And she had the, she had the new gear. Yeah. I love the outfit. Uh, you got uh, Nyla Rose. She's got the new hair, right? A couple weeks, a couple weeks old. She's got the colored braids. Uh, I'm getting the impression that, and I don't know, maybe you guys, what do you guys think? Is somebody in Brandy and Kenny's ear, maybe Arn, saying you have to make these girls look bigger now? Okay, you have talent. You found talent. You had them in the ring. The audience is familiar with them. It seems like they're getting a, I don't know like a makeover update a little bit. And I think it's necessary because now last night, I think the two of them felt like it was a big, it was a big fight feel and they yeah. looked yeah. the part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you guys think of that? Like yeah, I'd, I'd be something. Somebody's talking, somebody's talking to Kenny. Cause you know, you go back in the beginning that it was the drizzling shits. I mean, we, you know, AC and I were wondering if the Kenny was going It was like the head. drizzling shits until that you match. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, there, there's, been some, there's been some moments for every time they would take that step forward, somebody like Statlander's match in a four-way, True. five steps back. I will tell you, and you, you were there, uh, when Ryu beat Nyla, Nyla Rose, oh, I, 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 we, we were in the building – that, but it was like the David versus Goliath, and nobody yeah. thought Ryu was going to oh, yeah, win. Yeah. There was yeah. a bit, there was a lot of energy in the building for the match, even though it was like Marco Stunt versus Lance Archer. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like that's size wise, that's almost where you're at in that match. But there was a lot of energy in the moment for that match. It just never materialized after, and I think the hope is here. 
maybe it can materialize with Sheeta. Although, the thing that concerns me was, I think it was going to be her and Britt, and we're obviously not going to get that now. So now they're going to have to find that other heel to kind of tide it over. Maybe it's Penelope, uh, you know, you know, maybe they bring back, uh, maybe they bring back, uh, Allie, the bunny there, maybe something like that. Uh, who knows? But now I'm thinking, I'm like, who's their next challenger? If you go away from Nyla here, if you go away from Nyla, I, I would like to see, I mean, I mean, I, she's probably still, you know, overseas, but bringing that Presley chick back, um, I think, you know, her program with, with Sheeta would be pretty good. Um, yeah, she had a rough go last time, though. She got a... She, you know, he did. she did. She did. She maybe did. bring in... Uh, maybe want, bring, maybe bring Darby's wife want, in. You could bring... Yeah, but... You, you, uh, <laughs> Girl. <laughs> <laughs> she could rub tampons in her face or something. You know? uh, hey, she but, can do whatever she wants. I, no, I'll just... I won't. Just go ahead. You can have a no. mixed tab. Dar- Darby, Darby and his wife versus... Uh, who's... Uh, what's his knife? Uh, what's his wife's name? Um, Priscilla. Priscilla Presley. Priscilla Kelly. That's right. Priscilla Kelly. Darby Allen versus Kenny Omega and Sheeta. Boom. There you go. Mixed tag. There you go. How are you feeling about that? I'm digging it. For a dynamite? <laughs> Why not? Why not? If Darby can walk at this point. So what was your question? Who goes against Sheeta? Yeah, yeah I, I just don't see a clear like if Britt didn't get hurt, I'm right. assuming she would have won against Statlander, and she's been getting the big heel push, the, the spotlight, the Tony Schiavone, the the pre-recorded promos, everything. Now she's out of the game for a while. Seems Unless this while. knee thing is a work, though, I don't think I don't think it is. Unless it's a work, she's out of the game. I just don't see that clear-cut challenger. Do any of you guys know why uh, Bunny doesn't wrestle? Because she was good in TNA. I thought she was pretty damn good. Yeah, she had she had that one the match Impact, with I say. the match with Brandy. Was it with Brandy on the pre-show? I think it was with Brandy was. early on, and it, it was one of the early like it was either the Fighter Fest or the other one they did. Didn't they wrestle on the pre-show? And it got like. Everybody shit on it, and I don't rem- I don't remember her wrestling. I can't remember. Since I can't then. picture it. And the thing is, is like I'm watching it, and I got I have my friends texting me because they bitch about everything. And I, you think I'm bad? Uh, <laughs> oh, she sucks. Allie sucks. Why is she there? And I'm like, she really doesn't though. Like I I I saw her name these, but she was Cherry Bomb. She was mm-hmm. very good on Impact Wrestling with. And let's be honest, Impact Wrestling had the best women's division in the world for a long time. They did. Um. And she was a part of it for a while. That was good. She could obviously go. Um, that's what I mean. Maybe, maybe something like her. Maybe that's maybe that's where the option is. I don't know. Huh. Yeah, that's a good option. I mean, uh, we haven't seen her. Maybe right. when she gets back. You know, she comes back. She gets involved. But uh, maybe this is an opportunity to bring some fresh blood in too for Sheeta as well. I think that that's also a possibility. Speaking of which, did you guys see that smoke show in the in the crowd? On she was on the Butcher and Blade Vicky Guerrero side, and I think she wrestled a squash match type deal on Dynamite a few weeks ago when they were at QT Marshall's yeah. gym. I can't remember yeah. her name. Dude, yeah. she kept coming on my screen, and I was just like, <laughs> "Mother, 
Just put her. And you, you kept coming on your screen too. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I literally was marking out. All I keep saying, all I kept thinking was, can we see Penelope and Playboy, and can we see this bitch in the ring? Or this? I excuse me, I should not have said that. That's not the right thing to say. This beautiful woman, could we have seen her in the ring? Because I am in love. I don't know her name. I just know it's gorgeous. Yeah, does she wrestle Sheeta? I think is, she is the... did. She wrestled as a heel. From she was yeah, one of QT Marshall's gym. Oh, she's so hot! Oh my god, <laughs> she got the dark hair, the body. Oh man, right up AC's alley. Give give me more of her. Give me more of her. All right. Okay. Moving on from there. Uh, that takes us to the first main event. Uh, the main. The co-main event, yep, AEW champion, Moxley versus Mr. Brody Lee. Now, I thought prior, and we talked about this on the pre-show, that this should go last because of the title. But given what the Stampede match was, I think the placement was proper. So I I had no issue there, and I don't think it it diminished this big championship match either, by the way. Uh, But... I'm digging this, whatever Moxley, I don't know if it was being away for a few weeks or whatever it is, whatever, whatever clicked in Moxley in the last few weeks, I'm, I'm into it. I I hope he sticks with it. It it reminded me of the Moxley that wrestled a, you know, unsanctioned match against Kenny Omega very early on. The the Moxley we love to watch, the Moxley that wrestled Darby Allen and Joey Janela. That's the Moxley we want to see. Uh, and that's the Moxley we saw here. Um, I get the idea that Brody is the exalted one, and he he loses his first big match, and he's what was he three and zero? He gets an early title shot that we could, you know, we talked about it earlier. Whether he deserves it, whether he doesn't, fact of the matter is he got it. I thought the match was awesome. I thought the spot in the ramp was awesome with the um, with the paradigm the paradigm shift finisher there. The old dirty deeds, which last week I couldn't remember the name, so I'm happy I can this week. Uh, through the uh, through the ramp, you get a little bit of blood. Nice, I liked a little bit of blood. I'm o- I'm always down for a little bit of blood. Um, I I mean I I dug the match. It was it a five star match? No, I just think it's it, it just another match supplanting what is now starting to be a good title run for Moxley. Coming out of the Hager match. I don't know if that whole promo going into the Hager match got him more aggressive, whatever it is. But since that Hager match and, and leading into the Hager match, digging Moxley, I enjoyed it. Uh, we'll see what happens from here on out with Cage. I don't. I wouldn't expect them to drop the title anytime soon, but I thought it was very good. White House? Uh, no, the match was good. Um my, I like the run that Moxley's on. I've 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 shit on his run for quite some time, but I I agree. Um, coming of uh, the moment from the Hager match on, it's been it's been enter, it's been interesting. It's been entertaining. The, the desert promo he recorded. That remember that promo in no, the desert. The desert since then, it's was, been good. It's been good. I it's the less is more. When he does too much, it gets too stupid. Um, for me, for my liking, so it's probably breaking uh, old like, habits. He was taught by a senile you know, old man. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think I hope 
somebody definitely got in his ear. Don't know. Obviously, I don't know because we're not back there, but it's no coincidence. Somebody got in his ear, and whatever they said, whatever he or she said, he he's taken on and he's and, and he's latched onto it, and, and it's been better than what it was in the beginning. Because in the beginning, I just thought it was, oh, uh, here we go, it's Dean Ambrose 2.0, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and, and, and 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 but it's not. The only thing of this match I would say that I didn't like is, you know, um, Brody Lee is supposed to be a uh, this leader, uh, you know, and he has these followers, this cult figure. I figured they would be getting themselves a little bit more involved than they did. Um you know, I don't. I think there's a way to do it where it doesn't mucky the waters because you would expect it from the cult leader. But you figured he would use his minions more, um, or even use them, but he didn't. You know, you know there would be a couple spots where it could have worked, but um, you know, I think that you know it was a good match. I think it it was what Moxley needed. Brody doesn't it doesn't hurt him, but. At the same time, it just doesn't nothing for him. But if you had his minions come down, there, there, you could have done something with that. That's my only nitpick of the match. The guy's, you know, cult figure, you would figure he'd use his guys. Hollywood. I agree with all that. I think now that we've seen John Moxley as the guy chasing I and now the champ, I think... I think he needs to be pushed into a corner. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because Brody in the dark order kind of pushed him in a corner, gang beat him, whatever, you stole know, his belt, stole his belt. So he had, it's like his character needs to be chasing something. Mm. And I don't, I don't know what that is. Like, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole of, you know, Dean Ambrose versus stone cold and that whole bit, because it's not even close, but no, it's not. I, I don't know if he can be that that guy. I think they almost have to keep putting him in situations where he has to overcome the odds because this worked for some reason for me versus it didn't so much work as he was holding the belt and then Jake Hager came at him. You know what I mean? Even though that was a great match. Don't get me wrong. I love that match. But, uh, yeah, this worked way better for me this time. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think you could do the same thing involving Cage. But I think there's going to be a lot of mucky waters involved in that. That's my personal take. But I mm. still think because he's so big that he's going to be backed into a corner once this, again. This, so I think this, this, work. this, this yeah. thought, yeah. this thought could take us on a rabbit hole, but I'm going to say it anyway um, because let's face it, we only have one more match to do, so we have some time. But even though I dig in what Moxley's doing, I don't know that. I feel like he's the like oh, Jr. keeps telling you this is the biggest. Well, first of all, he says it about three different guys, which is stupid anyway. But he keeps telling you how this is the most important signing AEW made, and this is the face of AEW and everything else. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I feel that about Moxley. I, I dig what he did here, and I like the title run a little bit better now. But I don't know if I feel like he's the face of AEW. And here, I I know they're blurring lines, and I know they're trying to stay away from Cody being the face because he's the 
kind of in the Triple H role. But let's be honest, the big face of AEW is Cody Rhodes. I know Jericho's obviously huge too. I think there's an AEW. I think there's an AEW without John Moxley. I don't know if there's an AEW without Cody Rhodes and without Chris Jericho. Mm. And I, I think that's very apparent, no matter what JR wants to tell you on the air. Well, first of all, the, the other thing, too, is you can't tell me that John Moxley is the biggest signing they made and then a half an hour later tell me Chris Jericho is the most important signing they made. Because you're basically saying the same thing. You're just saying it a different way to make it both sound huge. I get the importance of both, but the bottom line is Chris Jer- bringing Chris Jericho in was a way bigger deal than bringing John Moxley in. I know it was I know it was a huge pop at the time. He just left WWE, the whole thing. But we all know that internationally and everything else, Chris Jericho is just a bigger star than John Moxley. I'm sorry, it's just a fact of the matter. Not that they're both not big stars. Jericho's the bigger star. And what Jericho has meant to AEW until this point, in comparison to Moxley, to me, it's not even close. Uh, you can't compare the two. And I, I think mean, if you polled the fans and they said who's the face of AEW, I think they're all going to say Cody. Yeah, they're trying to avo- they're trying to avoid that. But I don't know it. why though. I don't know why. Just uh, run with it. He like why why are they? I think I, it's a, who I think, cares if I, you're going to get criticized? It's your fan base is not the people criticizing you. It's the outsiders. Who gives a fuck what the outsiders say? Because at the end I, of the day, he's he's your he's your face. He's the face of the company. Cody Rhodes yeah. is the face of the company. I'm sorry, he just is. You can try to sell me that John Moxley is. I'm watching it. I'm watching who's had the biggest matches. I'm watching who's had the most important matches. I'm watching who has the best matches. And here's here's the other part of it. Cody's better. He's better. I'm sorry. He just is. That's my opinion, but I'm going with it. Oh, hey, wait, he is better than Dean, Am- Dean Ambrose, John Moxley. He is better than that. That's not even. But it's more of Cody not putting, making sure he doesn't put himself in that position so people won't criticize him. Oh, yo, know, he's. He, I think he, it's a mistake, he, though. I think it's a mistake. Book, and he's just going to book himself over. Yeah. I think there's just. <laughs> I think he's just trying to find his balance. And, you know, it's going to take some time. I think he's eventually going to get there. You know what I mean? But I, 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 I agree. I mean, when I look when it, as baby faces, you look at who's the face of AEW, it is Cody Rhodes, the biggest pops. You know, he is the number one baby face. He, has, he puts on the best matches. He also is one of the few baby faces that actually makes wrestlers as well. In their matches, he yo know, so so I mean uh, he is, but he, he know, is. But I want to I want to get Edward's thoughts about this. But I want to say yeah. this real quick. He is, but there's been three times now that he's been in situations where it's been evident that he almost his match almost should have went last. And one of them, I know it's hard to put all in in the AEW umbrella. But we were all in agreement that his match with with uh, Magnus at uh, at All In, um, Nick Aldis uh, at All In for the NEW title probably should have went last. 
right? Dude, that was a loud. So, yes. the, the, the pop yep. they got in that match was it was loud. My, I'm just I'm just saying. Ears, I know. I know. My ears were ringing. But that was him. That was <laughs> hold. His, on. I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But here's the thing. He did it there. I get it. Okay. Him and Dustin. All right. Again, watching that show, biggest best match on the show. Uh, you could almost make the case for him and Archer, given what we've seen in the last six weeks. Yeah, but you, you, that, it, hold, you're telling the you're telling the crowd that the TNT title's bigger than. I, I, I understand. Yeah, I, I understand, but here's here's the thing, because I think, and I'm just talking. We're we're all AEW fans here, right? We're just yeah. looking. We're looking at it from a fan perspective. When, whenever we bring up the the program that Cody Rhodes is in, we talk about it like it's the cat's ass, one of the biggest things they got going on, and then it goes third on the fucking pay per view. To me, it's a little. It's almost disingenuous. Like t- the criticism about him putting himself over would not be coming from the AEW faithful. They don't care. That's criticism from outside the company. To me, they sh- damn that crit- Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck what the 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 the, the- Let, let's be honest. If if you're in your wrestling fandom, and this is this is completely an opinion, but if in your wrestling fandom, if you are watching what is going on right now on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in another place, and you think it's better than AEW, which you have the right to, which you have the right to think. I, as an AEW fan, don't value your opinion on AEW anymore. I don't value it. I don't need your opinion. Go watch what you like. Have fun watching what you like. I think it's trash. I think it's terrible. Good. That's how I feel about it. You don't want my opinion? I don't want your opinion. And my opinion is Cody Rhodes is the face of this company, and he should be treated as such. And that I think they need to get there with him. Like I, I, I'm not saying that has to happen tomorrow, um, and I know there's a lot of things they could do with him, but I, this idea that Cody needs to be a mid card pay per view guy on every pay per view and half the time steals the show, I just don't understand it. To avoid criticism on fucking Twitter, I, I don't, I don't get it. I, I know it's probably Cody. I know it's probably him. Maybe it's him in his own head. He needs to realize, Cody, you're you're the guy. You're the guy. You're the guy. Be the man. Well, you know he's going to be ultra sensitive to this topic of that situation is because his father was in on it, was in that situation. Right, because he has more class than Triple H. All right, cool. And he saw his father get those criticisms. And maybe that's just something he just doesn't want is because he's seen that other side of that fence that we don't see, and he just doesn't want it. I I don't know. Maybe. I just think they're going to get to a point where you got to realize, I guess – but it's all. I, I just think it's a mistake. I really do. Oh, I agree. I mean, uh, just like I, just like it's a mistake that Kenny Omega's half tag team champ and not in the main event picture is a mistake as well. Um, but see, they could I, get. I see, here's the thing: they could get there with Kenny, and Kenny has main evented shows, and he, it's not like they they don't. They're not. I, he's not in it right now because of the elite feud, which is okay. And he wants to, and he but, wants to continue building others. Right, he's, and they he's come they, out and they, they, yeah. they 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 finish pay per views with Kenny Omega, you know, yeah. on multiple occasions already. You know that there's a difference there. Um, yeah. And and I'm not 
And see, here's the thing. I think I'd be saying the same thing if Kenny Omega was champion right now, which is crazy because I know what Omega is, but it just feels right. like an AEW, like, Cody's the fucking man. Like, I just feel like he's the man. You well, know what I mean? Like He's on a run, man. You know, he's definitely on a run. And it started it all out. I mean, that's, you know, that match with Nick Aldis, man. You, I, there, I can't, I can't begin to describe. It felt like that building was shaking when he won that and when he won the NWA what, title. What about, dude. bro, we were, the, again, loud. You were in the building. You have, you have, you have, a, you, you have a right to say that. You were in the building. You and I were in the building for Dynamite, the first one ever. Cody dude. opens the show. Remember, the, the place was Echoing, it was crazy. It was, it was crazy. The AEW fan base treats Cody like he's the top guy, but he's somehow not. It's weird. Edwards, what do you got on that? I think the man. I think the whole problem is, and I said this months ago on a review somewhere. The haters, I think, are going to hate them anyway, right? Yeah. Because it got to a point where. The Bucks were losing. Kenny was losing. Cody was losing. And I was thinking to myself, listen, I get it. You don't want the dusty treatment from the haters. But I think you're going to get it anyway because the minute the Bucks win, everybody's going to go, well, see. They're putting over the executive. The executives. Yeah, all the EVPs are going, oh, look, yeah. look. Now now three of the elite have belts. Oh, wait, wait, you know. Oh, yeah, At yeah. this point, I mean, look, we all got excited because – a faction in the Bullet Club got with Tony Khan and created something great, right? Yep. Yep. With the with the odds against them, here they are doing a better job. I would say, if you disagree, fine, you're wrong, oh, but whatever. So much better. Exactly. <laughs> better exactly. than WWE. But, yeah. So we we followed them here, right? Exactly. With Chris Jericho, with Chris Jericho, he's got to be part of it. But yeah, we, sure. Uh, yeah, your point's well taken. These like we didn't follow them here for, to watch them lose all the time. Now I I didn't have a major problem with what they did, only because they started the year with the theme that the elite had so much trouble. Like the pressure was getting to them. Like yes. they almost they almost made the case like wearing two hats was too much. But mm-hmm. then they started coming out of that and you yep. know yep. hangman and omega win titles and the bucks start winning matches and become number one contenders and now cody's 10 and one and has a title da, da. so which i and again it could swing back it could swing back the other way um i'm just put if a little bow on me, it go ahead if you would have told me months ago though that kenny and hangman are going to be the tag champs and kenny is not going to be five star kenny in every main event tearing down the house i would have thought you were crazy but here we are and i think what's preventing them is exactly what you said that it's going to be the dusty heat it's going to be like oh they're they're booking themselves in these positions i want to see it i, I miss I, main event new japan I, kenny I, I, you know what i'm I, saying I, yeah yeah I, i'm chopping at the bit for the main event kenny Here, here's right. here's an here's another aspect and of it see too glimpses of it you saw glimpses yeah. of it yeah. recently too and it's just it's like Omega is another and, guy and that puts on he puts the brakes on. It's yes. him doing it himself, and it's frustrating. You yes. know, you know, you know what it is. He saves his best performances for the biggest spotlight. But here's the problem: it's obvious that he does it. You know what I mean? 
it's I, I almost I almost think he's working too much on dynamite. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they almost need to dial him back a little bit. Like even even when everybody else was squashing all these jobbers, Kenny's the guy that's gotta like let his jobber get fifty moves in against him. And I'm like, why? You're fucking Kenny Omega. You should destroy yep. this guy. Yep. It's almost like Kenny's like trying to be too nice. Um yeah. you know what well, I mean? Same thing as Cody. But I mean, the only, doing it. Yeah, 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 but Cody Cody wasn't wrestling jobbers and let him get in their shit in. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody else squashed a jobber, but Kenny got to have a 15-minute match where the guy gets 25 moves in, and then you never see the guy again anyway. You know, so whatever. I mean, but I think there's an X factor to this situation too, which the guy who was white hot before the fans were excluded was Hangman. And that's a big X factor. And it's almost like, and you know, this is a perfect lead-in to the Stampede match. It's almost yeah. like they're holding, I, I, you know, at one point I was thinking that maybe Hangman's hurt because he hasn't done anything in the match. But then he ends up doing stuff, so whatever. Right. But I'm getting the sense that... I was with you. They're holding Hangman back until the fans come back. Like, they're like, all right, all these guys are going to do all this shit, but you know what? We're gonna we're not gonna let Hangman wrestle every week. We're not gonna put him out there every week. We're gonna put Hangman out there every week when he can drink beers with the fans and they're gonna chant cowboy shit and all this other stuff. And I I just think that's where they're at with it. And you know what? May, you know maybe maybe there is a split for, with Hangman from the Elite. And he's not in the uh, blood and guts match, but he's all that. I don't think it necessarily has to be. It has to be him turning heel because I think initially everybody thought that's what they were going to do. But he got so over you can't you can't do it now though. He was so white hot. I feel like when the fans come back, they're going to be ape shit for for Omega still or for uh, Hangman still, you know. Um, So he's kind of the X factor to that whole plan there too. We'll see how it all plays out, but uh, let's. I think it's just a perfect segue into the Stampede match. Who yeah. Hangman was the the last guy to be involved, so we could get back to him in a few minutes. Um, you know, I'm gonna let you. I, you know, we'll go. We'll start with Edwards. You haven't started one in a while, so I'm gonna start with you. Presentation. Uh, just so much to love about this match, in my opinion. But we're we're how you know. What were your thoughts watching this? The cheerleaders, the ring in the middle of the 50-yard line, the inner circle wearing, you know, football pads and helmets. What do you how are you feeling about this match when it when it kicked off? Well, I think I texted you earlier and I told you I was nervous about it because I thought on paper it could be great seeing what or we could saw. Be a disaster. But it could be a disaster. Right. And dude, I'll tell you what, my Left my son up all, you know, for the whole show. He's eight. Uh, which, by the way, Jim, your wife isn't the only Jackson Teller fan because I have a kid to prove it. <laughs> named Jackson. My man! Yeah. <laughs> Most overrated show in the history of TV, but whatever. Shut the hell out of here. Shut the hell out of here. Oh my god. Well you you guys could all be happy because they're doing a spin-off on one of his kids, which will probably be terrible, but alright. As long as Sutter's in, I'm in. Yeah, anyway. As long as Sutter's in, it's not gonna be the shits, man. That's right. Well that, now the Mayans is Well they'll, they'll give you two or three good Sutter. seasons and yep. it'll do a major fucking yep. swan dive. 
but I guarantee it. This season three is going to suck for the Mayans because they fired Sutter. It's going to yep. suck. Uh, yep. um, I I haven't been expected. able to get into it. Maybe uh, maybe I'm well because I you know they're not going to let me work till hell freezes over in Connecticut. So maybe I'll Mayans isn't that bad. It's it's pretty decent. All the right. second season is much better than the first. My okay. opinion. Okay. Any anyway, where was I? I threw us off track there. Uh, no, okay. no, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Uh, all day, brother. Yeah, See, yeah, listen. Yeah. When that show comes out, I'll, you guys could do a show about it. I'll, I'll bow out because people will turn it off because yeah. I'll probably crush it. <laughs> so yeah, I was up with him all night, and we had so much fun watching that match. Laughing every spot. We're sitting there like, oh wait, what's going to happen? Laughed our asses off. It was so fun. So thank you AEW for that. But yeah, there's so much in this man. From I'm not going to take it all, but immediately <laughs> Sammy has the football and my kid says to me, I want him to throw that at somebody's head so badly. <laughs> and we didn't get it, but we did get Nick bashing footballs off Jer- which was great. He, <laughs> listen, Nick threw he it at a head. Nick, hey, oh Nick, Nick. Yeah, but Nick threw it at a head. He just didn't throw it at Jericho's big head. <laughs> he threw it at the little head. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think what made it work is because they went so over the top with it. Yeah, Hangman yeah. appearing, just appearing with the horse, <laughs> heading to the bar. The whole bar spot was great. Uh, Matt with the suplexes all the way down the field. There was so much in this; it was ridiculous, over the top, and I loved every second. Yeah, it's, it, it's it's hard. It's almost like it's almost like hard to like comment everything that happened because so yeah. much happened that was really good. Um, you know, they're throwing penalty flags, they're throwing challenge flags, <laughs> the challenge flag, like, yeah. you know, challenge um, freaking two count, yeah, they go in under the hood, and it was almost like they're they in just the tent yelling at each other, and Aubrey's saying, You're not even supposed to be in here. <laughs> you, you know, what I thought was interesting too was how they utilized the ring early to get some of their 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 like signature moves off early. And then they went away from the ring stuff. Because your general feeling is like, oh, they put a ring in the middle of the field. This is going to end in the ring, right? But they utilized it early, then went away from it. And the other the other interesting part about it, too, is the elite slowly started picking off members of Inner Circle. You know, um, what's his name? Uh, yeah, like uh, Matt Hardy after he did his, he right methodically picking them off. He puts uh, Santana in the ice box. <laughs> what the hell did he say to him? Because chillier injuries or something like like whatever 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 the hell he said. He puts the broomstick on so he can't get out of it, um, which was a cool spot. You also had the spot where uh, where you got the um, the uh, which call it the buckshot lariat there where. Uh, you know, Hager goes over the bar. And then the funny part was, and I thought it was interesting, because the whole idea with the guys in the elite is they don't drink. So Hangman's behind the bar, and he takes out the bottle of Jack Daniels and hands it to Omega, and I'm like, is Omega to pound a shot right now? And then Hangman pours him a glass of milk. <laughs> he pours Hangman a shot. Hangman does a shot. He does a shot of milk. Um, so much shit happened here. Uh you know, obviously another hilarious part was when 
<laughs> Omega and, and uh, Hardy are in the golf cart or the the cart or whatever you want to call it, oh, and man, yeah. and Sammy's like, Sammy's not, again. "Not again!" <laughs> but you know what? You know what was crazy throughout the show when they were giving you like the preview of that match, and throughout the week they kept showing the the spot from a couple weeks ago on Dynamite, and every time you see it, has anybody taken a more perfect bump in the history of pro wrestling than? Then Sammy Guevara. No, did you hear the thud? No, he no, he's the thud so, makes it. The it was unbelievable. It was yeah. unbelievable. Yep, yep. But White House, give me some, uh, give me some of your highlights of this one. Uh, no, I think I, I think I spoiled that in the beginning. I think uh, Matt Hardy to me, you know, just shows his creativity and it's just the, the pool spot. You know, after he's you see version. Version point one or Matt Hardy does a does a spot tapes tapes Ortiz to the freaking chair. There's just just uh, so many. Uh, Jer- you know you had Hart. You, I'm sorry, you had uh, one of the uh, one of the Jacksons throwing the football like a girl, like Chris Jericho. Nick putting Chris Jericho putting Chris Jericho in front of the fan, getting his face wet. And then, uh, you know, the bar spot was one of my favorites, too. Seeing the buckshot lariat uh, jumping off Omega. You know, the thing that I the thing that I really the thing that really stuck out to me in the beginning was when Nick and Matt were saying to Kenny, where, you know, where's. And he's like and the whole time. Hold on. Hold on. Never yeah. wavered. You know, he's like, you'll be here. You'll yeah. be here. Don't worry. Don't worry. So. So that was kind of – I don't know if that's one of the one of the things they're setting for the future, um, a uh, Nick and Matt, Kenny Omega, and uh, 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 Hangman Part 2. You have to think that's going to be down the line. Uh, you know, I don't know if they're, they're segueing to that eventually. But, you know, Kenny never never wavered, and and uh, so that was telling to me. It still, still seems like his his issue is still with the Bucks, and not yeah. with him and Kenny. Him and Kenny are, are good. good, and Kenny's still good with stand. the Bucks. But I feel like Hangman's like fuck the Bucks, and the Bucks are like fuck Hangman. You know, so that's interesting, and it kind of keeps you on your toes a little bit. Like, what are they going to do with this? Um, another cool spot is obviously Vanguard One got beaten the to shreds on Dio. Dynamite. And then and they, they have, yeah, they call it Neo. Neo one comes Neo. out. Yeah. It's yeah. the same. It's the same drone, but a different color. Yeah. And it's Neo one. So that was pretty cool. And it's I funny mean, they're using Neo. That's 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 Jeff Hardy's middle name, Nero. Nero, brother uh, Nero. Uh, Nero, brother Nero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. brother Nero. Yeah. You know, so using Jeff's name. So I thought that was pretty pretty cool. Um, uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean they're. There were so many spots, you know. It was well, just, I mean, obviously the finisher. So good. You get the oh, one win angel, angel, you know, up. 20 feet into the yeah. uh, staging there, whatever. Uh, it, it just seems like Sammy's finding himself in all these big spots and big matches. And I know he's taking a lot of pins, but I feel like his, his stick is so good right now. It doesn't matter. I think eventually he's going to have to get to a point where he starts winning some matches or maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe him and Jericho are the ones who take the tag titles eventually. Um, it would kind of fit It would kind of fit the uh, the program, Elite versus, you know, 
inner circle, uh, and late 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 sex late sex gods become late champions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How great <laughs> everything Jericho says is hilarious. Do you you know do, not not to get away from the match, but on that countdown show when they're previewing this match. And the Bucks, you know, the Bucks are cutting a cutting a promo on Inner Circle, and they're like, we just think they're like arrogant, and they're you know they're uh, stuck up, blah blah blah, whatever whatever they're saying, and and then they cut to Jericho, and Jericho was like, it's called All Elite Wrestling. He goes, these pumpkin headed dipshits. Name the company after themselves. He goes, can you get any more arrogant? And it's just the way he says it. Pumpkin-headed dipshits. I'm like, it's so fucking funny. I'm just... Pumpkin-headed dipshits. Name the company after themselves. And he's like, you know, he's pretty fucking right about that. You know, but I thought... I, 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 you know, overall... um, uh, The production of the match was great. You know, I heard they were filming until like 5 in the morning. Um, yeah, I read that too. But yeah. I feel like with the way the match was done, pre-recording it probably added a lot because you would have to try to move them all the all the way around the building the way they did. Um, having you know umpteen cameraman trying to follow them and cut the different things, you probably would have missed a lot of stuff, and it probably wouldn't it wouldn't have been as fluid. Because yeah. you would have had to have a lot of, there would have been like a lot of downtime. Like I, I don't want to get into too many comparisons with the Money in the Bank match, but there were times in the Money in the Bank match where they were just like following somebody, like walking around, like trying doors or like huffing and puffing or like trying to get on an elevator, and it was like, who gives a fuck about this? Like this isn't cool, you know what I mean? And it just seemed like the by pre-filming it and do it the way they did it, it was almost. Always action packed. Other than you know, a few times maybe Hangman like right looking for Sammy on his horse, <laughs> and then he sees the sign for the bar and he's like, "Oh, well, I'll head out here." You know what I mean? But other than that, there wasn't a lot of downtime, you know, which was pretty cool. Well, yeah, you had ten guys, ten guys covering that amount of amount of uh, amount of area. You know that that's definitely going to be challenging, but no, I, I thought they pulled it off. You know, I was curious how it was going to be that they filmed it, but at the end of the day, when you look at hindsight being 2020, it was the right move to edit it the right way. Um, I you have to believe that you know Cody, Kenny, uh, even Hardy and Jericho were really involved in that process of editing it. You know, oh, I'm, I sure. Did a good I'm sure. Job. I'm sure it was. I'm sure yeah. it was a uh, collaborative effort. And totally. They they put in the uh, the chairs in the background. You know, so you had the the crowd like you know when Hangman's riding in on the horse, you cowboy shit, cowboy shit. Like we all know in our minds that nobody's sitting there cheering that. But suspend your disbelief moment. That's what you would be hearing if there was fans. Background noise to kind of get you pumped up because in my mind when he comes riding a horse out I'm like cowboy shit cowboy you know what I mean so I I, I thought it, I thought it was well done um, you know just looking back overall on the show uh, one thing I one thing I did pick up on though this was like a very 
Like the baby faces dominated this show for the most part. Yeah. Yep. So my guess would be we're going to see a little bit of a day of reckoning where the the heels are going to clap back a little now, which would be my guess. Or, you know, build themselves up while the baby faces, you know, take their bows a little bit, however it goes. But it was very heavy on the baby faces winning. Which I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Um because we they've had other shows where it's been completely opposite. So I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all, but it was very heavy for the baby faces. So it's gonna be very interesting where they go from here. Yep. White all baby faces have the titles, right? Yeah, okay. well they all they all have the titles, they all have you know, a lot of them big winning streaks. Um mm-hmm. I think I think you know, one thing, and I wanna ask you guys this. I, I kind of feel like we were talking about this tag team thing. I kind of feel like now that you have a lot of these tag teams back, you, you got to get this tag team ball rolling again a little bit. And not just, you know, uh, you know, this team's 3-0, and they're in the rankings. Let's, let's start building some contenders. Obviously, Best Friends is going to get their title shot. Cool. But let's start building up some contenders for... Uh, for uh, Omega and Hangman, even if it is like Sex Gods or whoever else, you know, uh, and and I I think you'll get there, get the Bucks back in the mix. Now you got some people back in the mix. I think Dynamite. I think Business is gonna to, to steal a line from Jr. I think Business is gonna pick up a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to think that the whole tag team division is gonna be um, reworked, for the lack of a better word. I mean. You have the young bucks who aren't even ranked. You have, you have. Uh, well, they were ranked, but they're like three and they three. They were, but right, yeah. right now, right now, I mean, yeah. you know, and you also have, you know, uh, you have Pentagon and Ray's hurt, so they're not they're not involved in the picture. You got Butcher and the Blade, they're not involved in the picture. Dark Order, they're not involved in the picture. Mm-hmm. You got to think if if. The revival. It's not. It's not a. Uh, it's not about when. It's not about if. It's when they're going to show up. You know. So, um, yeah. This summer, going into the fall. You know. This summer, going into September for all out. I mean, the tag team. The tag team d- dynamic is definitely going to change, especially as this pandemic doesn't necessarily go away, but lightens. Lightens up a little bit, depending on you know, where you are. You know, depending on where you are. <laughs> um, you know, so you know, so you got to think there's going to be exciting things about this tag team vision because uh, honestly, for the since March, we keep seeing the same tag teams being you know used constantly or no tag teams at all. You know, so I'm I'm excited to see Young Bucks get back on the saddle again, the rise through the ranks. I personally think you're going to see Young Bucks, Kenny Hangman, Part Two, especially with be. the success of that first first one. You know they're going to do another one. Could could you know, could so. be. Um, Edwards, let's get your thoughts about that, and then I have one I have one more thing to get to you, with you guys real quick before we get out of here. But I want to hear Edwards' thoughts about this. Uh, this you know where they're headed with this tag team stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, you said. The sex gods versus the champions. You can even put them against uh, the young bucks. True. Uh, square yeah. people off. Um, 
Yeah, man. I just, you know, I'm thinking since the pandemic hit, they were put, they were really put a, put into a corner. Yeah. And what they pulled off with minimal roster, as good as it's been, and then you bring last week at the Go Home Show, well, a few days ago, seeing the Bucks again, seeing Paige again, you realize, man, these guys are working at quarter staff here over the past yeah. few weeks. You yeah. Know? yeah. And you see these guys return, and business is going to pick up. And, dude, it's like I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing it. It's yeah. They're hitting home right. run after home run. Yeah. The, the, you know, and once we see everybody filtering back in slowly but surely, man, sky's the limit. I don't know how they did this, but kudos to them because and they they especially got through the really tough part. You know, yes, I I, yes. I I'm not saying they're you know they're seeing light at the end of the tunnel though, and they got through the really tough part yep. for the most part with really Yeah. But the, yep. the last thing I wanted to get to with you guys, and I don't, and I'm not saying this to get into like a huge. You know, we made a few comments about how we feel about things. I don't want to get into this huge political thing and opening up states or whatever else. But specifically to AEW, because I saw this on social media today, and this is the only reason why I'm bringing it up, that Cody said that if someone from AEW would happen to test positive, obviously they have measures in place, but they're not shutting it down. Now, I read the comments under there, and it was very. It was early on when whoever posted it posted it, and this it was in a big wrestling group with thousands and thousands of people. Um, and like I'm reading the comments, and it's like selfish, shut it down if that happens. What are you guys doing? Blah 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 blah. But let's face it. Let let's let's just use, and, and this is a very fair example, the UFC. Two weeks ago, ran an event in Jacksonville, Florida, of all places. Had guys staying in the same hotels, a lot of AEW talent. One of those guys and two of his corner men happened to test positive for COVID-19. Now, AEW has said on many occasions, and they made a big point last night. Everybody's tested, everybody's tested, everybody's tested. At UFC... Everybody's tested, everybody's tested, everybody's tested. Now, two weeks later, there's been no huge outbreak in the UFC. Well, I, don't, I haven't even heard of anybody else testing positive. Nobody that was in the hotel from AEW uh, with Jacare Souza has tested positive. So to me, how is it unfair for Cody to come out and say, hey, if somebody tested positive, we're going to take all the measures, but we're not shutting this down. It, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just specifically to AEW, I don't see where Cody's wrong about that because we he has a model that was in his backyard to go by. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to tell me personally if somebody thinks that that's wrong. I'm not going to tell them that they're wrong. That's their opinion. We're in uncharted waters. There's no how-to manual on this. So we're, we're learning on the fly as we go. And there are people on both sides of the fence. And on being on, on either or side, you're right. You know, they're right for the way they feel. You're right for the way you're, you feel. I just think that there's a way to word it where – 
doesn't come off as such black and white. Because this isn't black and white. There are shit ton shades of gray. Wait, you mean you mean now, from you mean from the company standpoint? Yes. And I and, I would agree, but I feel like they have a model to go on though. But that model works right now. That's to say that it won't work in the future. Oh, you know? Yeah, what? Well, but here, but when you but I'm not going to force people to work if they don't if they're not comfortable, don't want to work. Well, that that's just, that you know that the. I, I mean, just, clear, I clearly they're comfortable because they're all there. <laughs> well, not they're not all there. You know, but I mean, everybody that can be there is there. You know what I mean? The ones that are there are comfortable, and that's fine. You know, but you know, I just don't, wouldn't force it upon anybody. If somebody yeah, but that's that's it, that's a different argument. Dude, You're talk. I'm no, talking about same argument. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not that he. Ne- he didn't say. He, he didn't say he's going to force somebody to work. He said they're not shutting down. He never said. Oh, you know what? Like Ro- Roman Reigns situation is perfect example. Roman Reigns decides. You know, he's in a he's in a tough situation. The guy's had cancer twice. Had just had twins. Has all these young kids. You know, he's he has to provide for his family and be there for his family. He made a decision to not take the chance, which I, I personally respect. And I agree with that decision from where he's at. And if Co- if Cody or Tony Khan said, hey, listen, if you don't come to work, you know, you're out. That'd be one thing. But literally saying that if a one person or two people test positive, you expect AEW to shut down at that point. That, to me, that's just oh, ludicrous. Man. It's ludicrous that, given I, I, what's I, going I, on. I, I don't know, man. I, I if, if... One person, fine, but you're not, you know, if two people pop, dude, well, you, you got, I mean, you got, I just, no, I don't, I don't know that because you, listen, bro, the U, the UFC have had a guy in two of his corner man oh. test positive. Now, and I thought UFC was crazy for continuing. That's I, my opinion. But, but, I but you, at this point, you've been proven wrong though, because two weeks later, but, nobody else tested positive. But Anthony, it's not about wrong. It's my opinion. I'm not wrong if that's my opinion. It's, I it, don't think they it, should have done that. It's that your opinion, opinion, but they're they're not they're not. My point is, it's not like they're going at this blindly. You're playing you're, you're playing Russian roulette at that case when you no, have I don't three think... or four guys that 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 pop positive for having this virus. You know, to, to continue, my opinion, it was selfish. All right, hold on. I, I, hold on. I want. I want to get Edward's thoughts, but I, I have something to say that. But I want to Edward's pipe in on this. All right. So I'm in agreement that if somebody doesn't want to work, they shouldn't have to work. That's number one. And I know Cody didn't say that, but you know, for the record, good. Um, I don't know if it's selfish though. I mean, if I would read that comment that that you said, you know, if somebody's saying, "Oh, Cody, greedy, whatever," I would ask that guy, look. It was more than the reason I bring it up. It was more than one. It was more than one right, person, all right. obviously. All right, I, I would say how many people are working at your uh, local Costco? If one person pops hot, are you shutting it down? Because you won't be able to go into Costco. I mean, in most is, that, cases, is that what people want? You know what I mean? That's like, what they're doing. I mean, the CVS in this town. I'm, we're in phase one, but the CVS and one of the C, one of many CVSs in our town. One guy got it. They shut it down. You know, same thing that's, in a Walmart. That's an exception but to same the rule, thing in a Walmart in, in a different county. There, those guy, are exceptions to the got rule. It, they shut it down. But I'm giving you examples of there are places that are doing that. But that's what I'm saying is everybody's entitled to their opinion. 
But there's, there's, saying, but there's a different. It, you can't make it clear black and white. That's I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not making it black and white. What I. What I'm doing is, I am saying that AEW has a model that they can go on. They have a model they they can go on because the situation happened in the UFC. It happened. We saw it happen. And and of course, the detractors to the UFC all said, "Oh, look! In two weeks, everybody in the UFC is going to have it." Now, first of all, again, you're talking about a lot of people in the age group that the survival rate is ninety nine point nine eight percent. That that's part of it too. It's not like they're risking people's lives by doing this because they're not. That's that's a that's a. It's just factually inaccurate to say that. They're they're not doing that. Now you want to tell me that they should have Arn and Jake the Snake sit on the sideline? That might be a different argument. For the most part, they're not putting anybody's lives at risk. And they they have a model to go on. And here's the difference about your local Walmart and your local CVS. They're testing everybody. They're testing everybody that's there. Like the UFC did. They the, JR and Tony Schiavone both said they were tested twice that week. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they're just all right, we're all going to go at it, and if somebody catches it, they catches it. They're testing people. They're they're out say, in front of it. I would say too, like, and I know I'm not comparing the viruses. Let me be clear, I'm not comparing it to the flu. What with what I'm about to say, but I agree. I can't remember which coach it was. A couple weeks ago, I read an article. Can't remember the coach. It was college coach, but he said, if somebody pops hot, we're going to treat it. As if it's the flu or any other sickness. I don't want him getting the rest of the team sick. He's got to go home. In this case, he'll go home for two weeks. So if you have the ability, I think if you're an AEW or even WWE, somebody pops hot, test everybody immediately. Everybody that's positive, out the door. Go home for two weeks. Anybody else want to stay working? Keep working. So if I think I think if AEW would handle it that way. I think I I don't see a problem with that. So so a perfect example would be. Two guys have a match, right? One guy in that match tests positive. So they take the two guys that are in the match and the referee and go, hey, listen, he tested positive. You two need to quarantine from two weeks. To And obviously the person who tests positive is out until they're, they're cleared to come back, right? To me, that's not an unfair way to handle it. To say the second one person or even three people test positive they need to like these people are like they need to shut down shut down like first of all they've been running they've been running this whole time they taped during the really during the worst part of this whole thing i know they weren't taping they weren't taping in a hot spot i get that if they were taping in new york city it would have who knows what would have happened we know it's a different ballgame we get it we get it but what i'm saying is to just blatantly criticize Cody for saying that, A, when no one, A, has, they haven't had anybody test positive recently, um, and you have a model of the UFC who just ran three events, put on 32 matches, now think about that, 32 matches, that's 64 fighters, with three or four corner guys apiece, referees, commentators, you name it. You name it. And they had some positive tests and they've had zero outbreak. To me, this is, this is, it's not, to me, criticizing uh, AEW for saying, hey, 
you know, a couple of people test positive, you know, we're going to quarantine them, whatever, but we're, we're going here. It, to me, it's a very unfair criticism. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I mean, people are tired of their opinions, man. When it comes to this, when it comes to this particular topic, you know, I, I don't think that people are wrong if that's the way they feel. I'm not saying that's the way I feel personally, but that that's the way those people feel. They're not wrong. I just, you know, that's just they're they're entitled to their opinion. No, I every I, I, don't get me wrong. Everybody's entitled to their opinion, but I think it's also a situation where, you know, what if you're telling me that. I'm I'm not gonna go to a big sporting event because I'm 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 worried about this. I I get it. Okay, cool. Uh, I might make a different decision myself. Uh, but but you listen. You have every right. You have every right to say I'm staying home or I'm gonna avoid big crowds or I'm not gonna go to the beach or I'm not gonna do this or I'm not gonna do that. But my point is to just just have these. This commentary, and listen, I'm, I'm sure they probably weren't AEW faithful fans or just people that want to knock AEW and everything right. else. Possibly, but, yeah, probably. You know, and, and, and who knows how? And, and listen, who knows how WWE would have handled it, or you know, if if they ended up having people being positive, I, I don't know. You know, we we'd wait and see if we get there. I'm just saying, is to, to openly just you know basically say you know. You know, Cody doesn't care, or he should shut down, or he should do this. I just think it's just a, a very unfair to take on a on a company that is clearly taking the precautions. You know, when they had all the security guys in the ring before Moxley and 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 um, and Brody, when they had the, the bunch of the security guys in there and they were standing like each standing in a different direction, they all had the masks on. The AEW masks, whatever, whether you think it does anything or not, they had them on. Uh, everybody's tested. They made a point to say it a million times. And I'm sure if they had a major, listen, if they end up having a major outbreak, that's a that's a whole different ballgame. If you're telling me half their roster tests positive and they and they're still trying to run a wrestling show when it's a nightmare, I mean, get, I get it. Like the, to me, but until that happens, I don't think you could crush them for having that take on it. Because they've been doing shows, they've taken the precautions, and they have and they have another they have another model that's very similar um, in the sense that you only have you know one or two or three people in close uh, proximity in, in a wrestling match sense. Uh, I don't know, man. I I just think I just think it's a tough it's it's tough to just come out and and say that AEW has the wrong take on it. When they have a model to go on, you know what I mean, right? And that's fine. They have a model to go on, but again, it goes back to there are going to be people that are going to say that they should. If something happens, they should. They shouldn't. That because that's the way they feel, and that's and that's their opinion. You know, I just with this particular with this particular topic, I just it's just you know, both people on both sides of the tracks, and they're both. And, and, and honestly, it's not that I'm trying to play Switzerland. They're both right. It's just some people have a very strong feeling on this topic. There are, there are people that are scared. And there are people who don't care. and Because they, 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 you know, they're Superman. It doesn't affect them. X, Y, and Z. For whatever reason. But I just, it's just we're in a different time now. And there's no how-to manual navigate through these waters. 
and it's just you just got to be very careful. And as long as common sense is being used and and things are being followed, yeah, more power to you. But if though if there are people that believe they don't believe it should be happening, they're entitled to that to that side of of uh, the the that side of it as well. That's just that's just that's just how I take it. I mean, it's I I, I get your point and it's well said. I just think that. I, I, my my point my in my de, in my defense of AEW and Cody is, I don't think they're going at this blindly though. I think there's enough information out there that they feel comfortable sure. with that take, and that's sure, all. But, that's all I'm saying. Right. And and and, and, and and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that they're not doing that. But what I'm saying is there is a big group of people who they voice their opinion on social media that don't even think that 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 pay-per-view should have happened for these given reasons you know it's just are they wrong for the feeling that way no they just it's just what they believe it's just i just i don't know dude the the more the more the more into this pandemic the more i see it and i i trust i i i'm living in a county that's you know uh, i'm living in a state where i'm in northern virginia but northern virginia is 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 still locked down but the rest of the state is free to go and i'm you know we're in phase one but the rest of northern virginia isn't so i I, and people uh, dude trust me i just i'm just becoming more not sensitive it's the wrong word lack of a better word i just get their their thing and, and their 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 opinions and their beliefs on this and it's just I don't know, man. It's just, it's just, it's just, we're in different times. It's not a cliche that I'm just throwing out loosely. It's just, there's no how to manual how to get out of this. No, there, and, there's definitely not, but I think there's no. a, I think, I think, I think it's a, you know, a risk assessment, assessment for everybody's personal opinion. Like, I see people partying at pool parties in Ozarks and I wish I was there. Like, that that's just me. That's where I'm at with it. But anyway, well, I get it, but I think that's even crazy to doing that. And again, every, you know, it's, it's just people have their opinions on it, man. That's all. It, you know, listen. Time time will tell. Time will tell. But I I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this, and I'll leave it at that. And then you guys can put your final thoughts in. There's been many situations that have happened in the last few months where we've heard. Oh, that's it. It's coming. The big outbreak. That that state's going to be set on fire. Look, it's coming. The, the hospitals are going to be overrun and blah, 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 and all this stuff's going to happen. And it doesn't happen. So, I, it may, you know, it, it, maybe it will. I'm not saying it won't. I'm just saying is there's been a lot of examples already where we've been told, oh, that's it. This, you know, Florida, this one, that one. It's all going to happen. And it hasn't happened, so I can't I can't get on AEW for taking that stance on it. So that's where I'm at with it. Um, they didn't say an outbreak. They didn't say they're they're risking all the wrestlers. They're testing everybody. the The point of the matter was if if a couple guys here or there test positive, we'll take the measures, but we're not shutting down. And I don't think that's an unfair I don't think that's an unfair risk assessment. Edwards, do you have any final thoughts? I think what both of you guys said is fair, um, but I'll go back to the Jack Hour, and I think I said something like, 
you know, if you're afraid of it, you want to stay home, stay home. Yeah, personal decision. You know, if I'm not, I won't. Well, we're supposedly in a free country, so that's the way it works. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If if it bothers you and you're afraid, stay home. But don't, you know, if somebody wants to go out, they're entitled to that too. I just just think if if we handled those practices that way, whether or not I agree with it, or you agree with it? If we just handle those practices that way, you know, lot be a lot easy, lot lot smoother. Yes, society would be good word smoother. Yes, you know, and it's just everybody's going to do their thing and let them do their thing. It's it's just everybody has an opinion on this, and and I don't know if it's right or wrong. I just it's just it's just I don't know, man. It's just different I'm times not, we're I, in. I'll, I'll leave it at this. I'm not I'm not saying the people that disagree with it are wrong. I just think you don't need to take it to the level of bashing and, you know, yeah, calling people I mean, murderers and both, things like that. Right. Definitely. Right. I, you got but, those um, extremes, but it goes both ways. And the other extreme is doing things without using your freaking mind and, 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 and not common sense. I mean, I don't, I, I think, I think, I think there's a lot, I think that's a lot of mis mis. I think that's, that's, I think that that's uh, a misconception of people that want to go out and do things and want to reopen that. They're just mindlessly going out there and doing that. I don't don't get the sense that that's the case. I think they're being treated that way. I just don't think that's the case. But we're uh, we're short on time here. Uh, Cool Truth, Edwards, my brother, thanks for joining us for this uh, little review here. We're we're happy you you are back in the long-form podcast world. But, yeah, uh, hopefully. I'm hoping to do something this week, finally. I, I kind of took two weeks off from doing anything. Well, we miss but, your uh, voice, so it's great to hear it tonight. <laughs> but we're going to hear a lot of it on Cool Truth Network because we have the uh, our, our our review of The Last Dance, uh, you and I. The uh, second and third part of The Last Jack Hour uh, will be out over the next day, so we got that coming. Um, yeah, fair fair warning. I don't know what happened after hour three. So neither, neither good do luck. I. I have I haven't even got that far yet in trying to produce it. So I have no idea what was said. But uh, White House, my brother, always good. Always good to break oh, down the AEW. Uh, you know, we had a little, we had a little, we had a couple little spats, but they didn't get out of control tonight, which is always good. Oh good. Um, before the uh, Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast. Uh, network crowd it's great to be with you once again our second show uh, we'll be doing more for you we got the AEW stuff coming for you every week and as always cool truth podcast productions for blading for truth hollywood edwards for white house i'm daddy cool ac good night everybody 99 we got the 99 in there <laughs>